0: hi and welcome to gay out the city i'm your host prince electro diamond and today i am here with witch herbalist and drag queen justify aka anoxia nightshade who can be found at justify juju's ig and justify juju's.com and is on satyrs and sinners podcast on spotify how you doing today sexy
1: I'm doing fabulous. How are you, Gorgeous?
0: I'm good. Yay. You're Sweet. Good. Awesome. Mm. So, yeah, believe me, you'll see me. I li- I'll, like, fix my hair the whole fucking time. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we, I love a little, little hair, a little tussle. <laughs> yes. Definitely. So, where are you originally
1: from? Um, I am actually born and raised in, surprisingly, it's kind of like what they would say, like a unicorn, born and raised in Orlando, Florida, um, wow. Winter Park Hospital. My blood type is B. I'm just <laughs> <what> my natal <laughs> chart is, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yes. but in Orlando, Florida.
0: Work, because yeah, I know that from like, living there that not many people are like born and like live in Orlando. Orlando's like the city you go to, I would say in Florida, when you want to go to a different city that's different from your small town, but you don't want to live in Miami.
1: True. Um, yeah, like, or and especially because Orlando is so transient, like, you know, the airport, I'm like, live close to the airport. Um, where I actually live right now, like, it's 10 minutes from downtown, and then from there, it's like, uh, the other direction you know you're going towards like universal Studios Sea world like so it's very yeah. you know for those aren't that aren't from familiar or um or don't have never been to Florida yeah I mean it's pretty much like Orlando' is the Touristy. There's I I drive I for um yeah I, International Drive area um which is pretty cute. There's like stuff to do um little restaurants stuff like that. Still touristy. Um then you go further out that way and you're gonna hit Disney. So you have all the Disney parks, Disney Springs, etc. So yeah, yeah I, it's kind of rare.
0: <laughs> Aka the parts we try to avoid as much as possible. Like
1: yeah <laughs> yeah I mean Disney's yeah what were you gonna say.
0: Disney is but like nobody knows how to fucking drive in Disney and it's like there's all full of tourists and like especially when you like live in Orlando for so much there's lots of times where you know like where you're going and like you, these tourists who just don't know how to fucking drive anywhere. I hate tourists anywhere in general like yeah they're... I I say that <laughs> Until so all of a sudden, I am the tourist somewhere. Then it's like,
1: then I am the villain. Am I the villain? I'm not the villain. Am I the drama? I'm not the <laughs> drama. <laughs> no, we we're the we're the villain and everything in anything. I feel like, especially being queer people nowadays, like we're always the villain. But anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, no Disney. Yeah, it's challenging. It's it's to be expected. Like if you're gonna live here, just like know, like it's. It's mixed of locals and then uh, tourists, mostly tourists, and you know, from everywhere. So I used to work in the malls and stuff like that, and you know, the beauty counter, and you know, I had to like, learn a little Spanish, a little bit, un poquito, muy un poquito. So, and a, a little bit, I don't, I'm really bad with Portuguese. So we had a lot of, you know, Brazilians, uh, people from the UK, very rare do we get people from Germany, but because it's so transit, so. But it's, it is what it is. I definitely know pe- most people say, oh, you're a unicorn. I'm like, I'm gay. I know. I'm like, unicorn, duh. <laughs> but the unicorn of being that I'm born and raised here and here. So has some advantages and disadvantages. But it's okay. We like it. The beach is nice.
0: <laughs> well, saying that you're born and raised in Orlando, have you ever thought about leaving? And if so, where would you go?
1: Um yes and I mean I definitely like the idea of traveling um uh, just like visiting uh new places like I've been to California uh quite a bit um I have some friends out there in LA and I want to explore more of California like the more excuse me northern parts but yeah just in general like I want to explore like travel but if I could live anywhere that's kind of hard because I really want to like, I really want to go to Japan and I want to go to Germany and I want to visit like different places. Those are like top bucket list places. I want to visit as far as I want to live there. I don't know if I want to live there, but if I was going to live somewhere to be honest, um, you know florida's great because the fact i was just talking about it today actually with one of my friends like um the beach i just i love the beach and california's great but the water's too cold and i just mm-mm. so i need like tropical give me warm give me sun give me like warm water like i want to go on the beach i want to be there like that's like i definitely don't want to be shoveling snow so i'm so sorry for the snowbirds but i'm not mm-mm. i will visit the snow but I don't wanna live in the snow. So anywhere there's gonna be a beach, something like that. I was thinking if it's gonna be in the States, Florida's like, I don't know, I just can't really think in like outside, like near the water. I'm like, it's it's kind of like right there, you know? But um, if not, then like if I lived outside, maybe like I was thinking like, uh, I've been to Nicaragua before and that was beautiful um costa rica would be an option maybe um so yeah those are some ideas but i kind of like being close to the beach so i mean I, maybe that's partly one reason why i haven't really left as far as like moved i just love but i definitely want to travel more so that is, that's that's the thing for sure
0: see this is a florida person who actually likes being in florida i'm a i've lived in florida my whole life and i want to leave
1: like yeah <laughs> it's just the thing about oh what we're we gonna say
0: I'm Well, the place I want to move, because I will say this, I haven't said this before on the podcast, but I am considering moving to L.A. It's like That's definitely, dumb. but I don't want to move to L.A. next because I want to do something different than Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking yeah. Atlanta.
1: Yeah. And Atlanta, like, I mean, it's close. It's Georgia. It's like a six, yeah. where well, it's like a six hour drive depending on, well, yes. actually I think Atlanta might be, I think Atlanta is six hours. It's not nine. Is it maybe nine? I forgot. But Georgia no, and it, Florida, they're close. Like, I mean, it'll take you maybe like, you know, most of the day to get here, but you can drive or, or a short flight. So yeah. um, it'd be cheap. But um yeah, no Atlanta like it's nice. Uh and then also depending on like what you specialize in, or especially like podcasts and stuff like that, or like anything yeah. media related is a hub for it. So yeah, or any film TV, like anything like that, like if you're into that, definitely Atlanta for sure. So
0: and and there's another reason why I want to move to Atlanta, but we're gonna discuss that later. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, let's playing anyway.
0: an There's some other reasons. <laughs> So what was it like for you growing up as a kid?
1: Oof, girl, that's that's the whole do we have how long do we got on here? <laughs> how many hours do we got on here? Um I'm gonna just say, okay, so long story short, um growing up, I guess like specifically as a like finding out being like queer, um, specifically going there. Um oh man um i came out in a night like technically i came out like ninth grade but by like eighth grade going into high school like literally my first day of high, like as a as a freshman i had a rainbow belt on i was like "Bitch, here it is that's is what you're getting this- it is what it is. Like that's how, like it was either do it or don't, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that's, and I was like, that's how I was. And I was like do it or don't like, you know, there was the in-between was kind of like a gray area, but I'm like, listen, there's you, I have to accept it with myself or not. And not even, even that took me a while, like to even get further there, but I thankfully had a really good supportive group in high school. Now, as far as like a kid, um i really didn't as far as like also being queer like i really didn't get to explore more of that until like high school so when i was like younger it really didn't matter so much to me um but i will say i had i would say innocently as uh a probably it was like what eight or nine i had like my first like innocently sexual experience with someone we were the same age it was like my next door, like the next door neighbor like we were the same age like kids and we were like playing around and like hide and seek and then it just kind of went in different directions there and i mean it was mutual it wasn't like it i didn't feel like both of us weren't one of either one of us wasn't like no or it wasn't like anything like that it was it was fun we were playing around but i didn't i didn't have any like representation i have brothers just like biological i say that biological brothers or sisters or anyone that was like queer in my family so for me it was just like figure it out as you go um so yeah um i don't know if that was helpful but
0: well. Yeah. Well, my next question was going to be what was it like for you coming out? And
1: yeah, I can go a little deeper into that actually. So coming uh, out, um, my parents are divorced, um, but they like still see each other. Uh, my mom,, um, which I had like the closest relationship with, um, she had the hardest time with it then my dad struggled a little bit but again my dad wasn't really in my life enough to really like it's for it for it to even like for me to consider it to matter um whether he liked it or not um but you know he might have a cousin on my dad's side of the family that's gay so like you know i guess he had some time there to kind of like at least have someone to kind of like talk to about it um, where my mom's side of the family no one to my knowledge is has, was queer like maybe like before like my grandmother's queer, like whoever on in German side of the family maybe but like here like no so and but it's really funny because when my mom before she became a woman of the lord uh she used to have a when when I was like a baby like small like she used to work at national like, car rental at the airport she had a yeah. friend that did drag he did drag his name was kevin he did drag he was obviously gay like queer um yeah. and they were like they weren't like besties but they hung out and like with a group there was like a group of them and yeah and then so i don't know like after she became a lord of the lord she uh it changed um it changed her in many different ways it changed our dynamics um and which again like i'm not trying to shoot anybody you know that down like you know like well I'm christian and i love gay people too I'm like that's great you know um but everybody has their differences within their own personal like spiritual practices and or if they're a christian you know etc go to a specific church um that it uh i guess it just depends like some people you know she's very kind of become more like this is what it is type of thing like with her belief and it has gotten in, like you said, coming out, like it was difficult for her to like accept it. And, um, but it's actually funny that you say that because literally the other day, like, we'll have conversations, it'll come up, but she was reminded of when I first, like when I first came out, I told her about how we went to dinner one time and I told her about how, um, you know, there are queer youth, kids that get like they come out or they get found out and they get kicked out of their home 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 because of them being gay or queer and whatever that looks like and you know kicked out on the streets like with nothing or maybe just a bag or nothing or they just kill themselves and i told her and she just like for some reason when i told her that like she just started like breaking down like crying and like till this day i said that like long time ago like when i first came out and so like uh until this day like she brought it up and she's still like it that something when i said that it like stuck with her um so she just like started crying and like um and i guess like for her in her mind like she just couldn't imagine that to be me you know what i mean or and i'm like well thankfully like no i never had to like go through that situation being kicked out because i'm gay or anything like that or, or beaten or like or kill myself or anything like that these things but i like the way i say these things it's like because the reality is like these things actually happen and the fact that right. my mom does not have any idea and so I'm, I'm like giving her like i'm like i'm gonna give you real life shit. like this stuff happens you know it's unfortunate right. but it happens and so i'm like you know i'm great i'm blessed that i didn't have to go through all of that i had my own struggles but and still kind of do to this day as we all do in our own way but i didn't have to go through those specific things and so um but yeah um yeah there's more but we're we gonna say i'm gonna stop babbling to well
0: my thing is this is the part where i'm gonna tell you my coming out so yeah I didn't have. I only had to come out to one parent because my mom passed away four months before I came out. So Mm -hmm. I did only have to, yeah, I did only have to come out to my dad, which was easy. And my sis and my sister. I have an older sister, who I shouldn't have come out to, was a youth minister, who I had this. I told him about this like theatrical idea I had with me performing singing with a knife and then like stabbing myself at the end just dramatics of course but (laughs) so when I told him this he left the room and then about ten minutes later he came back into the room and he said okay you have one of two options either you're coming with me or I'm calling the cops Mm. and i did not think that calling the cops sounded like a good idea maybe i should let him do it and you'll find out why in a second but, but it's like but... so it's like i went with him to get a psyche vow. Mm. i passed the psyche valve, but he came in made up all sorts of like bullshit to say like i was lying and
1: mm.
0: i got locked in a mental institution for 64 hours
1: Wow, that's what that's a that's a coming out story. If I Yeah. Remember. Yeah, that's wild girl. That's intense. And like, you know, I mean, I mean, you got to experience what it's like, unfortunately, but at the same time, like, I mean, yeah, did you, were, how, so actually curious Then how old were you like, how old or how young were you when you uh, came out? 18. OK. Six
0: so they said like but as i always say like 18 but i would say in some ways i was naive so like there's like 18 where like you've explored the world and then there's 18 where you're a little bit sheltered i was more 18 where i was a little bit sheltered
1: gotcha yeah i understand i mean most most people are into some way i mean there's everyone has their different backgrounds but i would say like into some degree you know but it's also too like your parents and then you're like you come out or whatever and then you know either i don't know did you ever just curious did you ever feel like you wanted uh or feel like the to be accepted or like to like push for that i know you said like because your mother passed away before but and your, your family in general just to feel like i want to be accepted just as is
0: it's weird because, like,
1: sure.
0: the reason I felt like, in some ways, she w- she would have had like a hard time accepting it, but in on an, in another sense, I felt like she knew because, like, my mom was the one who introduced me to Madonna, so like, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was it's like, like inspiration.
0: It's like maybe, and like when my when i came out to my sister she's like i she's like i knew and i'm like you couldn't have given me a fucking hint bitch! like it would have
1: helped a uh, flag maybe a little sticky note something <laughs> a little firework
0: yeah but it's like i did the um because of the religion i did the and this was the either thing i didn't even come out as gay i came out as bisexual as Damn. some of I us have, it. yeah and it's like even that was like exactly. this like big thing of like oh no you shouldn't do that and then like all of a sudden what I do kind of, what I call it kind of like my um curve away from religion happened between the ages of 18 and 20 because what I started doing was I started doing research and they didn't like that
1: mm, so she was curious about other things and like oh we don't like that you can think for yourself. We don't like that you have the ability to yeah. look into other things like yeah. I'm like okay. So it, it's that, like
0: it's it's like what's the catholic church's ties to the illuminati and like why is this a thing? Yeah. yeah no. Those those kinds of questions were not accepted. Like <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
1: That's that's the key to run. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I,
0: but, I I did yeah. I, I did run. I actually ran when I was living at home. The first time i'm back at home again <sighs> yeah. um yeah but it was like i just i told my that one day i'm like i'm like i'm not going to church anymore because i don't feel accepted
1: mm. yeah i mean if we you know th- i mean they're like i will say this you know um there are uh instant like churches out there, like the institutions of churches out there that actually do like, accept every there's actually one there's a few by bi- work where, like, where I live um, down the street. Um, but there's the one like cl- closest to me, not that they're Unitarian, but they kind of go more with that vibe of like, yeah. they have a pastor, actually, the pastors a female, which is actually kind of cool, by the way, because um, usually they're always male. Um, so or assigned mail at birth, I will say that. Um, yeah. And so, um, but the, the pastor's cool and they, anybody and everybody that is there, like they, doesn't matter if you're gay, trans, doesn't matter, like you go to this church, they everybody there is great like they like accept you they love you like and then you do your thing um you know so there is that and that is always to me i think like no like i personally don't identify as a christian but because i have my own personal practices but i also like in that context like if i were to think of someone that is like going to identify as christian or that is a christian like i feel like that that is the actual like to me is like the actual of what christ would have been like just like right. it doesn't matter who you are girl like come hang out with us like just come over here wear your drag wear your whatever just come hang out and do the thing that we're doing and whatever you know like let's love and fellowship etc and you know but also too thinking about you know i think which there's a another um a podcast um that i follow um the red text on spotify so shout out to voga But um, definitely, if you guys are interested, definitely check that out. Like they, they're queer um, practitioners, but they also like bring in aspects of being able to like demystify a lot of like you know Christianity and witchcraft and like weirdness and like etc. So because I had a hard time with that as well like religious trauma and especially being yeah. coming out et etc so and same thing like you said like you know um like i would go to church with my mom and my parents like i would physically go with them i didn't want to go but i physically would go but i would get there and then like pretend like i'm going to like the youth group and then like skip and just like do whatever and then just like so that's essentially what 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 it was but i just i couldn't i just same what you said like i just didn't feel accepted and feel like you know and then also like it i didn't feel like it was helpful for me because i'm at that time i was still coming feeling like new into my identity of like really realizing like this part of myself and it was so new and i just didn't want anybody to kind of try to squander uh my sense of self of either rediscovering or discovering deep and deeper discovering that part of myself and it was still so new and fresh and i was like i just i want it to i don't want someone to try to like pray that pray it out of me or whatever you know what i mean so i was like i, I like this mm-hmm.
0: I, had oh, that, cool. I had i had i had that after literally when that oh, youth minister, when that youth minister tried to cover his ass he sent me to a counselor anyway. to a counselor who tried to And I thought it worked for about three hours, and then... I saw this like guy that I was into, I saw his ass, and then like all of a sudden I got a boner and I'm like, Well, it clearly didn't work. (laughs)
1: It's it's like we tried, but like it's not it didn't stick, honey. You threw it on the wall and it just said boop bounced It like it stuck to the wall, but then it like was sliding down and it finally hit the ground. I was like, Okay, it didn't it didn't work.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um by the way, have you seen the movie? Oh, we're gonna say and to your point of like having even in catholicism there's one different because like i have a friend who lives in orlando he's like an older guy who's a priest but he's also like a leather daddy so i mean like (laughs) so i mean like it comes in all forms anyway what were you gonna say
1: oh no 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 you're right and like you know it's really what it is is the it's the institutionalized church itself is what is the actual problem it's not so much it's not so much as like the actual like practice of christianity as like a practice of what it is or catholicism as it is it's more about the institutions and like what they stand behind and their. because again which i will i will die on this fucking hill honey i will die on it with everything roses everything tombstone all of it i will die on it the hill is church and uh, church and state are not separate and no matter how many people want to tell themselves this lie that it is, I would say, listen, if you think it's separate, then look at your money, look at your currency. Like, what does it say literally on the back of your bills or on the front of your bills or the quarters or the dimes or the pennies, like in God we trust. So like, I just don't think like you could put something like that and say, oh yeah, but they're separate. I'm Like, no, they're not. And just say that it's not separate and then realize that it's not and then come to understand that they should be separate because, you know. It's,
0: it's what's in the Constitution. Like, But it's not separate, girl. It's like but, they but, said one but, thing and did the other thing. But this is the thing. Listen I would up. argue, yeah, yes, it's not completely separate, but it's... In some ways, yes, it needs to be more separated, but it's also separated enough meaning like the church is not literally in charge of the government
1: that's what um, we
0: don't
1: i don't know about date i think that you know the, the, that can go into like conspiracy but again like i they have a strong hold influence on what goes on politically because you have to think about the people that are running for you know like that are in the legislations that are like passing these bills, etc right whether they actually go to church or not because a lot of people just like they go on easter only or like there's like a saying that or like they go like only certain times of the year and then they're like i'm a christian like but not really so like but regardless um they still hold on to that you know background that they say i'm a christian they say that i'm a christian i'm a catholic or whatever i'm a christian like you know and they're in the legislation they're the ones that pass yep. on the bills so it's like no like right. the physical no like the physical church like no you don't have your pope or your, your pastor yeah going yeah that's the part
0: thing. i'm talking about
1: but um and you know even then but like but you have to think about the people that are in the legislation that are the legislators like they are majority majority of of them are christian so in a way it is. Like in like and that's why that's why we're having a hard time now, especially as queer people, because here's the thing is like I don't some people will have it, the religious traumas there, like I'm still working through my own in small in small pieces through my own craft, but um, you know, I don't care, like, you know, if you're a Christian, like, it doesn't bother me, like, you believe what you want, like, that's why we have the right to do that here, right? Yeah, but here's the difference is when you believe that your faith or whatever your belief is has more value, or even using the word more or value over anybody else's, and like thinking that they're better than and that they their their belief, their God, or whatever is better than, and so we're gonna try to like come after you or convert you or kill you or whatever etc or like persecute you because of who you are and because and also because you don't follow along with what we believe in and it's like okay so so we don't but why can't we just like coexist? this? like you know you can be a christian no one's stopping you no one's trying to stop yeah. you going to church like do your thing but i don't i don't i i i'm not gonna like make fun of you but i also don't believe in it but like i'm not it's not stopping you i'm not my my personal life is not hindering your life from doing what you do like i'm not physically holding you back from like going to church or or making laws to say oh i think it should be illegal for you to go to church or like you to marry your wife or whatever like i'm not trying to go out of my way to do that as a queer person
0: yeah and it's like and it's like also to that point of everyone like with gays and religion, it's like, listen, there's a reason that most of us leave because, in addition to like not being gay, one of their crazy rules is that you're not supposed to jack off, and it's like, it's like for some of us, that's a daily occurrence.
1: Like, <laughs> well, I was like, boom, oh, no, that that went out the window, girl, a long time ago. Before, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of things that, like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of contradictions in that in in that institution in that practice but i'm i'm not i don't have the time nor do i really care enough to worry about their own personal like like contradictions that are like i will i know enough to know that When you when they step over that line, you know, like making like now, you know, no, I don't identify as trans, but I have trans friends and people in my life and in general, like the community, like they're my community. So like, you know, in my life that, you know, they're, they're parents and they have kids and now like there's that whole bill where they're trying to, it's not, if it's not already passed at this point, it's soon that, you know, they want to try to like take away their kids because they're trans and if they report them or whatever, and it's like, because if they deem it to be, um, you know, not mentally stable or whatever, but it's funny because they did the same thing a long time ago with queer, with gay people, like just in general, like gay people, yeah. like they thought we were like mentally unstable, et cetera. And I'm like, actually, if you look the other way, I'm pretty sure based on like Pope's touching little boys, et cetera, like all all these other things, like y'all want to talk about we're mentally unstable. Like, I think like the heteronormative narrative needs to look in the mirror and be like, look at y'all, look at y'all self and you want to come for us. Like, look at you guys. Like you guys are no, no no bucket of popcorn, no cotton candy, you know, like (laughs) it's, you know, they mess over there too, but the idea is what I say. That is like you know I'm could be cordial and friends with anybody. It doesn't matter if you're Christian, Catholic, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just when when you when you push your you push yourself your your beliefs to um on someone else or a group of people and like by force you know or trying to do it like in and giving ultimatums like if you don't do this thing then. Yeah. Your life is on the line, or or we'll kill you, or we'll hang you, or whatever it is. It's like a witch hunt at this point. I'm like, all right, like I thought we were through this, but we're not. So
0: Well what just we yeah. What well what what Justify doesn't want to say is we're better. Um <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? like, we, we've got more
0: options. <laughs> we've got
1: more options available for y'all. So and to be honest, like a lot of the I mean, I don't know, there was like a poll that was done that like as the years have gone by, like, within this year, like, the amount of queer people in general has increased. Like, the amount of, like, known queer people in the populace has, like, increased, like, a lot, you know, and that's just probably, like, over time with things, how things are moving, like, people with with the technology and advancement of everything and, like, um you know more people are allowing themselves or there's more spaces maybe being provided for people to like explore their queerness like meaning oh, like yes. they they might have been told that they were heterosexual their whole life or believed that that was the narrative that they had to live in and then something comes along or a situation comes along and then they question themselves are like oh like maybe i'm not 100 straight you know right. um and then now you are Kind of dip your toes a little bit into uh, our ponds, you know, and like we have a lot of room, girl. Like, come join. But, whoop. right. But yeah, <laughs> um, but essentially, um, yeah, like I don't know. It's just it's 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 this kind of it's what it is. Is they use the the church, the inst- inst- institutionalized church, and yeah. the uh, po- political parties use fear to to make kool-aid and they put it in the kool-aid and then people are drinking it and they're like oh my god queer people are the devil they're drag queens are killing kids and i'm like no they're fucking not but all right yeah. Tell me, when have you seen a story on TV anywhere that you've like that Kool-Aid must be tastes real good, girl, because I don't know what you're saying, because I have never I don't really watch the news that often. But even then, I would have probably still heard like mur- like murder, drag queen out, you know, out wanted arrest or something like no, I've never, never heard that. No. Ever. And it has- even if the cases would be like that small.
0: And plus, like, if we really wanted to go after people, we'd be going after the people who are trying to make us seem evil, not after innocent people.
1: Right. Um, But, you know, the thing about that is that. Which I'm not.
0: Which, okay, I just have to be clear. I'm not saying that's right. Yeah. I'm just saying that's how it would be.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, evil to me, we actually on our podcast, we have like a whole episode on like what is evil what is evil and the origin of that etc but where to condense that down i would say evil to me is some someone or something that is doing causing harm or suffering for the sake of doing it for like no particular like there's no real particular reason only just to see the suffering of others to do it just for that sake like there's no real like specific motive or it wasn't to like protect anybody it was just literally just to do it just to because they want to see that person or those people suffer and that i think is the closest that i think i can possibly get to like what i would see evil and to be honest on like the first episode that we have like posted on our podcast um we talked a little bit about the institutionalized church and et cetera, and the, the satanic panic and et cetera, and you know so like you know people they want to say like you know oh well they're satanists or they're devil worshipers or like all these things and it's like but you guys literally do the things that you think we do so it doesn't it's like almost like a cog it's like almost like a cognitive dissonance. And I would say yeah. like that's probably the problem is there's a strong cognitive dissonance wall. And they just haven't had the opportunity to like look at like, you know, even the word like Satan or uh, you know, or um not necessarily for but like specifically Satan isn't like a person. Like Satan biblically just means uh like in Hebrew is shatan, and then that translates to adversary so yeah. technically satan isn't for those listening satan is not a person it's not one it's not one thing it's just anything can be satanic or satan like it's just someone that is an adversary so if you want to put it in context now we can take that and put it in the context of like to me i think someone that's trying to come for my family just because it's it's quote unquote different quote unquote different looking compared to someone, the heteronormative narrative, uh, you know, lifestyle, you know, which that's a whole thing, but you know, and they want to come from me and I'm like, I think that you are being very adversarial to me. Like you're, you're making my life more difficult because you don't like it and you're going out of your way to make it so that that is the thing. And that to me is adversarial. So technically, I think uh, there's a little devil in us all, even uh, right. for those that call us uh, Christ- themselves Christians. So, just saying.
0: So, right. So, to this next question. And when I'm writing these questions, I'm like, fuck, this sounds like I'm talking about a Harry Potter. But <laughs> <love> <laughs> anyway, <it. laughs> anyway. so what, fac- fac- what fascinated you about witchcraft and the dark arts? <sighs>
1: so well so witchcraft entirely i think why most few reasons why most people come to it me specifically um one reason would be because witchcraft like most people that come to it within the same narrative of like it is a way that for those that are marginalized or in some way like oppressed or feel like they don't have any kind of say or voice or power and the things that go on in the world that they live in like they one of the main things is they come to the craft because that is a way that we can feel through learning different aspects of it like can feel empowered and um, being able to kind of take certain things that we thought that we couldn't do into our own hands and taking accountability and responsibility and our own sense of power and strength in the craft um, so that's one reason why and then also too like you mentioned harry potter is just like then there's always like the fantastical parts of it um yeah you know so uh i and 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 like as i continue within my craft like i continuously see i see the magic like i see it you know it as i do it and it's beautiful it's wonderful and like being open to that is so it is very it's in and of itself it's fantastical it's not what i think most people think of like you know doing like a harry potter spell but as like specifically (laughs) like but it's it like when you actually are uh in very involved and not just academically involved in your craft but like if you're so here's the thing (laughs) i will say this um there's witchcraft and then you can just also practice like magic like there's other different modalities of magic right and you don't have to be a witch to practice magic like Anybody technically can practice magic. Uh, I just need kind of a little bit of like a fundamental uh, idea of magic, but anybody can do it. Now witchcraft specifically is very specific. And I think some people that want to call themselves witches, but then when it actually comes down to like, doing the work getting your getting the dirt under your nails then they don't want to do it and it's like and again like i'm not here to like sit down and with everybody and say who and who is not a witch like i don't have time nor energy do i care to do it but as far as like giving you know, like for those that are really kind of afraid to like put some dirt under their nails and do something like, then maybe witchcraft isn't the path for you. And maybe you can practice magic still, but maybe not specifically witchcraft because witchcraft by nature and by, in and if we're gonna go historical context, like, you know, is, you're gonna get your hands dirty and you're gonna have right. to learn at some point. And if you're too afraid or not, or feel like it's too quote unquote dark to do, then maybe a witch isn't maybe the the path for you, but you can still practice magic and you know, in that way and that's fine. Like do, do something, something else. But um, that's my little, my little tidbit. But again, like I'm not gonna here to tell Mary Joe Schmo what, who, what they do, like, you know, but right. I'm just saying like, as a witch to me is like, I think of a witch as like a rose, you know, every rose has its thorns. So it's like a witch to me is like a rose, like a perfect example of that, of the ability to bless and heal and, you know, do that. But also the ability to like, listen, I have my thorns and I'm not afraid of them and I'm not afraid of my power. And so like the thorns are there, honey, you can come for me if you want to, but try like I'm protected. So like, you know, Gotta do blessing and baneful in both hands. What were you going to say? Yes. If that gave you a little bit into why, like, you know, practicing the craft, etc. So.
0: Okay, so was turning towards like the dark arts a way of rebelling against religion for you? Yes. um, I would
1: say it is because in by because it is rebellious it is uh i would use the word to be even to use the name or to to embrace the mantle witch and queer and faggot and all of those things that all those things that i am right to brace embrace them all like is transgressive and by nature of what is to our like social, economic, social structures, uh, you know, and political as well. Definitely witchcraft is definitely political for sure, especially with what's going on, um, you know? And so, uh, yes, I would say, you know, most of my works that I do is mostly for me. And, and a lot of it is like, you know, I've done a, a I've had a couple friends and people I've like given some tips and tricks to, but other than yeah. that, I do it for myself and, um. More than li- like, I know it's gonna sound strange. Like, for me, when it comes to maybe, excuse me, more of the baneful work or the uh, dark, like arts part of it, um, yeah. is that. Um, you know, I like, I, I mean, I, I have made like, I have powders, like I've made, I grow poison plants, uh, Detora being one of them. That's where I also got my, my drag name from, but, uh, yeah. yeah, uh, so I grow them, you know, and I work with them. I develop a relationship with those spirits, um, specifically plant spirits because I have an herbalist background. So, yeah. um, but then like growing them is, it's, it's like, it is very, it's very, I just, it's very rewarding. It's almost like someone that has like a dog or a cat that they're, you know, like the way that someone would have a dog and a cat is the way that I feel the way I do with the spirits that I work with, or like the, especially the plant spirits that I work with that I, that are incorporated into my own personal craft. So, um, you know, and they're very much as alive as my cat or not having a cat, but like a cat or a dog or someone that has that. Um, it's just, I think some people that don't see it like they just kind of stop at like well a dog can give me a kiss and a hug or whatever can smile at me and i'm like well yes but plants or specifically because i'm more connected to the plants that way like they do that for me but they do it in a different way that's not the way that most people are open to you know um but um, yeah i mean i as far as like the dark arts like i've done a couple done a couple hexes and curses here and there but I was not afraid to do it and I've done it but it's not something I go around like I like to think of it like having a gun like and that's a yeah. whole other topic but it's yeah. like I, it's better to have it not needed than needed not have it but at the same time I just don't go around slinging hexes and curses left and right just because I can you know I mean yeah I mean I could but it like I don't really see the need to do so because like I know what it can do and like the ripple effect and how it can do so, I do it when I know I really need to do it. So no, like I normally don't do it on the regular, I'm not like hexing and cursing all the way, but if I need to do it, I can do it. And I'm not afraid to do it. So like, it's that's how I kind of see it, like the whole Spider-Man, like, you know, um, know, with great power comes with great responsibility. And that's- what I kind of see there. But again, I'm not telling anybody what, you know, they can hex or not, or do like you do you boo. But that's just how I stand within your your question to the, to the dark arts.
0: In part, I'm just going to make a comment on one thing that she said about like your herbs and stuff being like, in some ways, I know this is a weird way to describe it, but it's like, in some ways it's like, there's some ways like, your children which is something i totally get as like a songwriter it's like when mm-hmm. i tell people that like when i produce stuff when i like make beats and all that and it's like when i do like everything that that's my baby that i pour my heart and soul into and it's like a that's lot magic. of people don't don't people get that and it's like and it's like if you don't have this and like I would say going back to like me doing that. I remember this time in audio engineering school. Like I'm very I'm very someone who like makes beats, but I make like very simple beats. And they're like, these sounds don't change. These sounds don't change. I'm like, wait until you hear my vocals, everything's gonna make sense. Mm,
1: Like I don't have
0: to make a ton of like level changes and all of this and like have tons of sounds. Sometimes simple is the most brilliant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Does not need to be? Yeah. And you know, it also is, everything is context too. So like, you know, if that is what you're going for then that is what you're going for. Like that, yeah. this is like, this is this is what it is. Like, you know, it's like, it's not saying that you couldn't make it complex or more complex, et cetera. Like if you did, if, if you wanted to, you could, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. that's something that was for what you're doing but if it's like what I, I'm intentionally doing it this way because this is what I want. And actually maybe this is more preferable that I do, do it this way and so yeah and i think people just kind of just appreciate it for what it is like or 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 not and you know and that's fine that's not for them right. it's not for them like i said witchcraft is not for everybody honey. Like like right. you don't need to you, you can do this and not have to do that so like it's just i think you know and and the only way i really feel like you're gonna know is if you it right and then you're like yeah and the only way you're really gonna know is like if you do it and then you're like oh like this really isn't for me um and that's okay you know and you're like i I tried it did it wasn't so yeah right but yeah that's your magic like you're pouring like you said you pour your heart like your heart and soul into it like know there's magic is imbued in everything and it's for those that can see it and can Mm -hmm. manipulate it to their what their will is the ones that are the practitioners you know um and so it's up to them but then then it's so funny though i have people with no kind of magic trying to tell us what to do with it and it's like you don't have like you don't have you're, you don't know how to wield your magic. You don't have magic in general. Maybe they don't, I don't know. But it's like, you trying to tell me what I can or, or should and shouldn't do. Like, oh, karma this, the karma that I'm like, I don't really care about karma. Karma girl, she, me and her are best friends. Like, and also like, we, in as a witch, like specifically, I know more, more new age, modern witches are like karma. And the, like, karma is a Eastern like term, you know? And so like, you really, as a witch you wouldn't really understand that because it doesn't it's the 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 belief systems of buddhism etc like that doesn't it can be incorporated and if you are doing that and incorporating that's great like that's awesome yeah. but not every witch is going to do so so try it so like when they try to come you're like oh if you do a hex then you know it's gonna come back to you and like it doesn't always work like that boo and like right. i know that they want to think that and that's fine and again like that if that's what they believe that's what they believe but like when there are situations that come up and reasons why someone's gonna do a hex or a curse like like i said for me more than likely it's because it's a situation that i it needs to happen you know like that that situation needs to happen because this situation of this person or whatever like did this thing and it like to me i think of them as like lessons like i think of like hexes and curses to me are like hard lessons for these people to learn um and uh for whatever the situation may be and so you know it's not intentionally to like you know i've i've never really you know personally never really willed someone to die in that situation like i've never been in that situation where i needed that like i feel like i didn't i've done enough to just kind of make their lives miserable uh yeah or at least like you know compelling them to be miserable in these certain ways and sometimes like that's just enough like i'm like then they get it and then they're like okay like something's going on like i need to you know get a work this out or whatever it is but you know and then they'll figure it out or they don't or they keep it re- or here's the thing is because that cursor hex can be there they might have to keep repeating that cycle because it's a pattern until they learn it you know right. so You know and that's what i really think that it is like um but as far as like willing someone to die like i mean there are plenty of people i can think of that just need a good killing but i don't really tend to just need a good killing honey but i don't personally put a lot of effort into those things because i don't i don't really feel like my life is on the line like something like that i feel like you know i it's going to be more for like protection um than anything not trying to go out what are you gonna say boo
0: you want to do you want to do more like at least from what i'm saying you want to use whatever you have for in quote unquote good instead of evil
1: yeah like but so here's the thing is that's a good conversation because like good and evil like what is that you know what i mean because like i can still lay something down for someone and be like you know, make their lives like miserable or they get sick or whatever it is or whatever it might be that I feel that suits, suits the, suits the, not crime, but I don't want to say like, it's like a crime, but suits the situation. I guess that's the best way to put it. And, um, I, you know, like don't. I don't necessarily think it might be evil. I think that it's something that maybe this person just needs to know or learn, but the other way around for them, they might see that, you know, oh, you're doing a curse, you're doing a hex, you're like it's evil. I'm like, but you know, it's good for me because you know, this based on the situation, like, like I will I will give you an example, because it technically already happened. And so I only really talk about things that have already transpired, because it already trans—it already happened. Then things that are either yeah. in the works or working. Um, so this has to do with like an ex. And so I'm gonna kind of be a little punny, like I've hexed my ex. And um, yeah, only one, one time. The second one that I, I could have, but I didn't. But the second time, like I did it, cause it was like, in the situation like i by like the second time like i was like okay like i need to take responsibility for my part of this situation right but at the same time like they knew what they were doing and i knew they knew what they were doing and they knew that they knew what we're doing and it came out later on but uh, after i did it but i pretty much kind of like essentially like made them do the thing that i was doing with like for them so like i was the one that was like not like after them but like i you know put effort and like kind of put all my eggs in like one basket and sort of thing which was a lesson i needed to learn um you know after that and then but then also looking at it as um they didn't I don't think there was like that much appreciation reciprocated back and then so and then but then they wanted XYZ from me and it was just like, Okay, like you only just want like sexual favors, but you don't want XYZ. So I was like, all right, like, so it it came to a point then then it reversed itself. And then then they were it was on is like that the, the tables turned essentially the tables were turned. And that's what I did. So I turned the tables. And I was like, Oh, how does that? how does that taste? How's it like taste the amazing it. mm. it's sweet it's like strawberry grape <laughs> um but no like that's kind of like you know so like something like that like you know and it was it went on for a while it went on for a while and then eventually it stopped but it went on it went on long enough to do what it needed to do um right. so that was, that was a situation that would be like a situation but no i've never like i've known which is that i've known that have done workings to put people under the ground but i myself have not gone down and hopefully don't ideally realistically i hope i don't need to go down that road but like i said better to have it and need it and need it and not have it so that's how i that's how
0: i'm yeah. and how about you and from wow well, first of all i'm just meeting justify for the first time It's like if you fuck over justify this much like justify seems like super chill and nice and like if you do that much like maybe there's something in you
1: yeah most of my
0: friends will
1: say the same exact thing they're they're said like if you like i will tell you this one time my um my one of my best friends from high school um i went to go pick her up from work and it was like late and at the time like i had my car and it was it was my car was like "Eh." it she went through a lot but i went to go anyways i took with my friend to go pick her up from work and uh we were a little bit late like picking her up but even then i'm like i'm picking you up like i'm coming out of my way to like pick you up like i love you but you know what i'm saying so like picked up from work and then she wanted to run her mouth all the way back and you know i she just kept running her mouth in the back seat and this is what I said I didn't say anything she kept running running talking talking and I literally reached back and I smacked the shit out of her and I like with my back hand like I smacked it and she already and we talk about it until the day like that's how transparent I am and she shut the she shut up the whole way home she didn't say a single word she was like actually she was like, she couldn't say anything because I probably smacked all the words out of her mouth. She was like, all right. You know, like but <laughs> she knew what she did and like she, and, and never again. That's the only one and done. It's a one and done. Like you run your mouth, honey. You know, you push no and then but she knew too. She was like, you know, she's like, like you said, like if you take advantage of the, the kindness or if you're like something like that, and it takes a even then it takes a lot, but it takes that one moment. Honey that one moment and then that hands coming telling you right now. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not quick to I'm not quick to jump on anything like I, I don't have like a I don't have like a reaction like I need to curse someone like right now. Like I don't I that's yeah. not my that's not my thing that might go to but If I feel like based on what sit the situation has happened And it's like all right, like i've done x y z one two three and that didn't work all right i have time to bring out the big guns and i'm not afraid to use them
0: right so
1: i don't i don't typically go but again like i say i go back to for those that are practitioners that are curses throwing curses and hexes like do as much as you want girl like i'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do especially as a witch like i'm not trying to mm-hmm. yeah I'm not, I'm not trying to get in anybody's way like do you curse who you want to hex who you want to do your thing boo but for me that's how role so just gonna stay anyway yeah.
0: so this is such a stupid question but I'm gonna ask it anyway <laughs> <laughs> I am so judgmental um of myself have you ever gotten judged oh wait yeah have you ever gotten judged by people for being slash presenting yourself in a demonic way yes um or just like
1: if i'm wearing something or just anything i post or something that has like a quote unquote darker edge to it like um i've had like people in my in groups um never really on the street like i've never had anybody like yell anything at me or anything like that um but looks for sure and i've had like people like, <laughs> it was funny cause we ended up doing like a, it, we made it like funny just because of the fact that we knew, like we knew his background, but it was a group of friends of ours. Um, and so I'm good friends with one of them today, but it was a friend yeah. of ours like back in the day, like the gays would all hang out at their house. So it was kind of like that kind of place. And um, one of them, how I met them was like through one of them. And um, he, grew up jehovah's witness so that's already giving you the story right there Mm -hmm. so like anything that was anything that was like that seemed kind of like that just a big nor uh so um and so without any understanding of what i do or anything like that you know so uh one of my really good friends um i'll say his name because he's my good friend dave uh at the time like and then his now ex-husband um they had like a party and like one of the friends was coming over that would say one the one that was us with, and we yes. did this little like spoof thing where like they were like oh he's coming he's coming coming like we just like stood around this like thing or whatever and like the circle like turn cl- turn off the lights and because they had like the open door kind of policy like you know if there's a pool party or something like just just come in like make yourself yeah. home like come you know whatever so he'd like we, we turn off the lights, you could tell. And then like, uh, we were all standing in a circle. And we were like chanting, like whatever, just like being And then he opened there, he's like, ah, uh, no. And he like walked out and he like, I think, did, no, did he get in his car? I don't think he did. But he like turned around, he had the bag, he had bags. He's like, nope. And he like walked and we just died laughing. Like it was funny. So we made fun of me, we made light of the situation, but yeah, he like, no, there was, there's people that, um I don't think they, Get it, but I've never, other than that, no, I've never been like, you know, like, I don't want to say like gay bash, but like,
0: yeah,
1: demon bash or whatever, like, witch bash or anything like that. Like, because I've worn um something, I've had, I wear contact sometimes too, my little shields. And some people, like, either get really freaked out by them or they get really intrigued or they get enchanted by them. I've gotten that. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. I mean nothing, nothing too
0: wild. I I loved your photos that's all you're super hot. Um <laughs> <laughs> my
1: my what I do like I try different ones so like I will see like which ones work, but I try to like yeah. sometimes I'll like, oh, I'll do like a little, you know, a little this, a little of that, and then and then they're like, Oh and I'm like, Oh and then just compels them. I work my magic there. I'm just like oh I can just compel you to do what I want you to do
0: see yeah. would see I will admit when you said jehovah's witness yeah my my the first like joke thing that went into my mind when you said you shut off the lights i'm like whoa were you throwing a surprise party like <laughs> yeah we were like <laughs> we
1: wanted to make it like like a like a like a cult sort of like situation you would have gotten the same
0: he... reaction if you had thrown him a surprise party you should have been like oh, surprise
1: easy to scare he's super easy to scare well, it's, isn't things? only
0: that surprise yeah. birthday party for what you don't celebrate um
1: <laughs> yeah um, i know he
0: never he never
1: got to that was the one thing we would say like he never really got to i think now it changed It's might have changed a little bit but when he was younger he never got to so we 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 did a little bit of something um but yeah i know he he was super easy to scare super easy to like play with like get but it was fun like just we made fun of the made light of the situation but um yeah like i've never I've never had, like going back to your question, I've never yeah. had um, anyone specifically like go out of their way or like make fun of me or or try to like do anything to me because of how I present or if I'm like wearing like certain clothes or like um, or anything like that. Um, Usually it's either like a weird look or um, or it's odd. Usually it's a lot of times it's sometimes like it's the opposite. Like people like, they like it, like they, they get turned on by it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, of really? Of course. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? I like, tell me more. I'm like, oh, so you like this? I see, I see. And then just go from there and just play with it, but
0: work. Yeah. So, yes. Okay, there we go. I'm trying to read in sunglasses. Um. We'll talk more about why I wear them when I get to your drag questions. But anyway, so. Yeah, no worries. So, as a shadow worker, have you mainly just tried to uncover your trauma or have you tried to uncover other people's trauma?
1: Well, to be honest with you, um, super like crystal clear, transparent. I feel like realistically, some may say otherwise but i feel like to do shadow work or to help facilitate or guide people with shadow work um you have to kind of do have done some of uh, most if not some of it for yourself you know what i mean like you can't just like say oh and then like go out there and like do it because like what are you working with like you have to have that real life experience of like working and process and continue it's and again shadow work isn't something that you it's not like a this is a a week trial program and like that da, 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 like 14 yeah. days like it's not yeah. like that like if that's what you're thinking just pretend no like just don't worry about it but shadow work like in general like is is a is a journey it's a journey it's not about a destination it's the it's about the journey of working through and accepting and processing and uh like not that's ne- not necessarily rehash and what excuse me rehash in the way to like cause more harm but yeah bringing up really uncomfortable things uncomfortable situations <laughs> topics things that like really um maybe limit us, beliefs, things that like are limiting or things about ourselves that we don't accept um, that could be very powerful for us to do if we did, um, to come to terms with certain things, to um, process like that trauma, uh, you know? So again, like it's like shadow work is a journey. It's not a destination. Um, it's not It's not the five star destination that we're hoping for, but you yeah. know, it's definitely the journey for us, yeah. Um, But go back to your question um i mean like you know through my own experiences that's how i like am able to like navigate and and help to guide people that have come to me for guidance and that's the way i use it like support and guidance through it giving them tools resources that can be helpful to help them navigate their own shadow and to heal their own shadow and actually find power in their own shadow and to embrace their shadow instead of run away from it or push it down as it's been forever like you know in their their lives and come to terms and heal and like you know yeah it'll it will you'll come you'll face things you'll face things that are really scary and uncomfortable, but that is where they're going to find their power. That's where they're going to find their strength. That's where they're going to find their place. And that's where ultimately like that's where the magic that's also kind of like where the magic is at. that's where the the healing comes from like the the true healing not just talking about it as like an idea but actually like living the experience of it and like really embodying those transformations and that discomfort and that like you know that going through the seven stages of shock and then denial and etc like and then getting to that final acceptance stage and then really embracing it and taking that time to really embrace the thing that you don't like and again i always say too like if you don't like it then change it boo like if you don't like something change it you know and if you can't then accept it you know so it's like you know um but yeah
0: we were gonna say no okay you're good so to that point the whole point of not liking something and changing it, again, as I said, I'll bring up later, because I have other questions, but I totally get that. So... Where am I? Oh. So, what made you want to become an herbalist? Uh, it actually started with... That's a
1: good question. It actually started with my path oh. of growing plants. Um, I um had a just a little knack of like growing that's where my whole i feel like my plant path in general really started was growing plants like having the little seed beds and like just trying it out and i've killed so many but the idea is it's not about like and yeah i know it sucks but at the same time like that's why there are are also so many seeds so like you know that's the, it's could you imagine like one plant gave one seed and like that was it ever like then it's like boom. yeah like i would feel more responsible but it's like there's so and also all the seeds that they make not all of them are even viable to begin with so like out of how many seeds that are produced from a plant like one plant like not all of them are gonna even live anyway so you know coming from the fact that if i can feel and understand like how some people are like oh my god i killed it i'm like mm, have processed remorse like do it but at the same time like no like life and death and of this aspect like it's just part of the process like you're not all you're not gonna save all of them like it just doesn't it's not it's not realistic you know so and not all of them need to be saved anyways not all of them are gonna even be born or be come into their full potential but it is the ability that this plant can do so and so i just love the idea of like seeds and like putting them in the ground and like watering them giving them the things that they need watching them grow from like little babies to like i have them to like full plants and you know see them and then reap the rewards of the fruit of uh, the literal fruit of my labor like literally you know i grow elder is one of my favorites um herbs and just plants in general i have three of them in my my by my house and i remember when they were little and like i i like i don't want to say rescued them like they're like a like a rescue dog like i rescued them from the shelter <laughs> um I, I rescued them from the side of the road which is what i did Aww. um and i brought them my property because like i love elder and people love elderberry or like drink elderberry syrup and stuff so i was like let me grow it and cultivate it and work with it and uh to and also they're they're really resilient especially because they grow really well in florida so i didn't have to do much like i took care of them but i didn't have to do much because they just kind of just some just do on their own they just do well and so then now they're huge they're as tall as my house and uh we get we get berries and flower now they're going there now they're flowering again because we're going into the season but then we'll get berries from them and i pick them and I, i freeze them and then i make elderberry syrup or different things with it um and again it's yummy and then it's also really healthy and like helps support the immune system and et cetera respiratory immune system so it just built so like to me like as an herbalist like that's one aspect i love about being an herbalist like is actually cultivating the relationship with a plant and that's the one thing i would say too is like i have so many books like girl i will show you right now like uh let's do a And I I think I can, maybe it'll let me, I don't know if it'll let me turn the view. If not, then I will just kind of do like this. This is my actual office. So I have some resource books here. So all these herb books here. I love them. And then I have like my herb cabinet there. For those that can't see, like are just listening, um, I'm just showing, but, um, and then if you do, you can watch the video on YouTube later or wherever it's gonna be streamed. But yeah, my herb cabinet, there are tinctures, dried herbs, storage, um different spaces there i have stuff i'm working on here uh oils and stuff i have my um like thing there and then just like my resources and this is like my like desk area so uh, it's like the little office space but um besides that aspect of it like i just love like actually like getting out there in the dirt and like actually like growing the plants and my my thing to anybody that's interested in herbalism, definitely get your resource, get your books. Like there's a lot of really great books out there on herbalism, Matthew, uh, Matthew Wood is a great herbalist that I love. He got the Earth-wise, Earthwise Herbal books, Um, shout out to him. And then also my actual uh teacher, Sage Popham on evolutionary herbalism. Uh, Just throwing a little little handle out there for you guys. Um, Yeah, he's amazing. I love them both. There are all, so many great other herbalists out there, but my thing, is to if you're going to work with the plants in this way i think my one of my other teachers have said like it's really just nice to you you can have like a repertoire of this herb is for this and this herb is for that this herb is great for this but it's like great but like it doesn't you really can't develop a relationship with the plants like like grow it like smell it taste it like touch it like you know like really immerse yourself and connect with the plant and really some herbalists will go a whole year or more working with just one plant like as there's a books that have like chamomile and da 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 and, and feverfew and mistletoe and etc like all yeah. these plants they're great but if you don't if you just only know what they're good for like it's very limiting um you know and it's also allopathic but i feel like having this like work with one plant, uh, one herb that really stands out to you or that maybe speaks to you because maybe that one plant it maybe connects to that connects to you because it actually really helps you so maybe like someone that maybe suffers from like insomnia and really like has a hard time they like really want to like get really good night's sleeps and like just having and they can't shut their brain off and it's like going 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 all the time and they're just like suffering Mm -hmm. from that um there are other factors that factor into that that's why herbalists we sit down and do a consultation but um as far as herbs and supporting someone that may have that like overthinking, like they're laying in bed and their minds just turning, turning, turning. Like, you know, maybe working with passion flower, you know, and it's very gentle and it's a nervine, um, you know, and helps with uh, supports, uh, being able to kind of like quiet the, the, the mind from that like turning of like, what do you have to do the next day to kind of bring you into like a restful sleep or at least getting you to that space where you can. Uh, do that and then there are other herbs too that can help with sleep But that's just as an example Um, and maybe grow, you know, if you're able to grow passion flower, uh in your yard, you know Be careful because it is a vine but if you can grow it grow it cultivate it like harvest it and that might be a great way and Then you have your fresh uh, passion flower teas that you can make um, and just learning about it and like what you like get from it like do you does it make you feel cheery or like you know it's just really immersing yourself as an herbalist and not it's not just uh academic sitting with like a pen and paper and like reading from a book like that's great don't get me wrong with that but um i feel like a well-rounded herbalist if you're going to go down that road is kind of both it's a little bit of both it's like yeah have your books have your resources like write down your observations etc like take pictures Um, but try to also immerse yourself with the herbs, with the plants.
0: Right, and okay, I have my next question, but to just some of your points, first of all, the point of you saying that, like, quote, killing the plants is wrong, it's literally one of the um, arguments that I feel like A, you have to kill the plant. You have to kill some plants because of overpopulation of plants. It's honestly the reason why when so many like vegans talk about like not killing animals and like eating animals, it's like you have to do things to prevent overpopulation. Like that's just like a part of human life like i'm not saying if you want to be vegan that's great but we all can't be vegans simply because of that fact
1: yeah like if every animal
0: like also like if if
1: all the tigers decide to go vegan or the lions decide to go vegan like well then who's killing i mean at that point the only thing that's going to kill this population like as an example like lionfish Um, and and I'm sure Florida, like off the coast or whatever, like I'm sure they're there too. But like lionfish don't really have any natural pred, many, many natural predators, if all any, so very few, I would say very, very few natural predators. So they, can keep producing and populating right you know um and if there's no control over how many there are then there's like a bunch of lionfish everywhere and obviously like lionfish are poisonous but um which is a factor too um but then there's just too many there's too many right and so it's not neither cruel nor kind nature is neither cruel nor kind like nature is nature, and that's part of my like all of my herbalism witchcraft like it's all part of my craft like it's all part of it and like understanding nature is neither cruel nor kind like it is it is fair it's fair to i would say nature is fair because it is what it is like the the death and rebirth cycles like you know of like that's why you know cheetahs eat antelopes and why you know we eat you know what we eat or like you know why um fungus eat the dead You know like it's why everything is eating something you know everything is eating something everything is killing something you know and you know killing isn't evil uh because it is by nature what is part of the process of decomposition and reconstruction and destruction like you know energy is not doesn't go away like it's just reused uh in that same sense like nothing is is gone forever right just repurposed
0: exactly so as an herbalist have you completely turned away from modern medicine
1: great question um no um and as i would say for most herbalists like that do like that's great you know but for me no because everything has a place um i don't really rely on modern i don't rely on modern medicine but i'm not gonna turn it away when the situation comes up and i need it like i'm not gonna be like i I, in the beginning when I first started going down this path, like I thought I could be that kind of person. And then I realized like, no, I'm, I don't want to be that person to like completely shun modern technology, modern medicine. I, to be honest, think that there's a great way to integrate them together. Um, but i don't i don't shun it away um because if there's a situation that i need it or when it's needed then it is needed especially when i'm working with a client um i need to know like if they are taking medications or if they've had surgeries yeah. or anything like that like that's really important because if i don't know those things and i suggest and uh i suggest a, a like a formula or whatever for them and maybe this herb might contradict their medication like that's my responsibility and if i don't it could don't also have, have that,
0: side effects right
1: right yeah herbs also have side effects guys just letting y'all know um people don't think they do. not you know they're like oh it's holistic and I'm like it's herbs are not holistic guys like i and you're like oh my god the herbalist said herbs are not holistic but yes herbs are not holistic holistic is the practice of holism of like working with the whole aspect of the herb like not just hey i'm gonna give you herbs for your headache and here you go okay thanks so it's like a nice bill talk to you later yeah. but that's not holistic um just because you work with herbs does not make you a holistic practitioner now i know people like are gonna like get a little itchy in their pants about that but i'm gonna say there's allopathic herbalism which allopathic for those that don't know is what most doctors practice where it's they're more focused on treating the symptoms and not the root cause of the situation where holism is addressing the whole of the person and the whole of the plant meaning like all of you like from physical to mental to emotional to like even spiritual like i know some people like but like even spiritual like it's it's all it's holistic like the name the word the name right the name isn't just because you're using a plant like the name of yeah. itself is holism so yeah
0: anyway yes so so what was it like for you the first time you performed in drag so
1: okay Um, As far as drag goes, um, putting myself in drag was a a little bit of, it's just, it takes a lot. It takes a while, like me just doing makeup in general. um, I would say like, you know, depending on what I'm doing or whatever the look I'm doing, like it can take anywhere from the minimum, I'd say like 30 minutes, maybe. If I'm just doing something really like, you know, quick or whatever, but like an hour, if I give myself a little over like an hour or so, um, I can do something pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and if I'm doing drag because there's so many components to drag, like putting your like get your wig, you know, together, like make sure it's good. Like, you know, getting the wig on and secured and then, then mm-hmm. put it up and then like, then do the makeup and blending the makeup into the wig and then get your costume together. And then make sure the lashes are on like the, the, the shoes, everything, like it's a whole thing. And especially if you're doing Depending on what kind of look you're doing for your drag, like if it's at a character look, like do you have other components? Like, you know, maybe you're doing like because you could. Some people even can consider like cosplay is like drag because it's yeah. you are being a character, and that's what drag is. Like you're being, you're being your 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 persona of character of whatever it is that your your drag character is. Like who are they? You know, and that's that's what it is. So, um, as far as me doing drag like on stage, um. So here's the thing is I am starting the drag journey because to be honest, like I didn't know if I really wanted to do it because yes, like um, by trade, makeup is by trade, like my background. I was always hesitant to go down that road because it is so much invest. It's expensive drag, like it's a lot. Um, You have to really love to do it. And I didn't, at the time wasn't like in love with drag. Like I love drag and as as an art, et cetera, but I wasn't doing it. I didn't want to just didn't know if i want to get involved too much in in that way until now recently because again my drag right now is more of a a curiosity to see where it can go but also um you know and then have fun too like i think it's that's the big part of drag is if you're gonna do drag have fun make sure you're having fun um but also like it is also very like transgressive because it's it's a it's a statement so i'm doing it for that as well for it to be a statement and um so um i haven't yet done like a big performance so like i've been getting all the like i get the wigs the out my next step is like i have some shoes i can wear now but like the outfits like getting it together i have a playlist already so i've created my playlist so it's like all the components like i have some like the makeup down is fine like i got the makeup down but like there's a lot of components to drag and like i want to make sure that i'm not i, I want to make sure if i'm going to go and do like i want to do it like right the, to the and, you know again like i'm going to continue to learn more things but i want to feel like i'm going to go into it and have the basics down like i don't want to c- go in like half-assing it or whatever so right now like i am working on getting like a couple more outfits but i have the songs i'm already going to do and i would say probably where we're in may now so i say like close if not to the end of this month, like I'm gonna try to like make a post of it. And the people that are like close, yeah. like my friends, because they've been asking like, oh my God, when are you gonna do your performance? I'm like, relax, honey. Like, you know, I'm gonna do it, but it's it's, it's not something and just like run and jump into, like it's a, it's a lot to like put together. Um, and I give it to the drag queens that do it full time. Okay, so like, listen, like y'all do it full time, like bow down because it is not easy. Um but again they do it because they they love it so um i'd say soon i'm gonna definitely do like my first like actual like at like one of the close by clubs like to do my performance but right now i did what i will say is i don't know if you got to see it on my instagram page i did go to the drag march uh we just had recently uh in uh tallahassee for because of everything's going on with that politically um i went in full drag so i didn't perform but i i went from one o'clock in the afternoon till like six o'clock in the evening in full drag so Mm -hmm. and everything girl it was yeah. So I guess it's a start. It's a baby step, but uh, a lot of positive feedback. So it actually kind of like helps a little bit that it's been really supportive in that past. So yeah.
0: Well, positive feedback. This bitch is barely like done drag, and I've done drag for eight years, and she already does better makeup than I do. Um, oh my
1: god! Stop. But I mean, but, you know,
0: like what are we gonna say? So okay, so I was gonna tell you my first time because I have yes sort of a different story than most because i actually started out doing drag in straight bars and okay straight places so i'll probably you may know some of them so okay um do you know um rogue pub let's
1: say that one more time
0: rogue pub it's on curry ford road
1: i know curry ford um but i'm not familiar Okay, so like,
0: so like, I can describe it. Rogue Pub. It's like, it's kind of near downtown. It's like in that same shopping plaza as the Wind Dixie. That's like right there.
1: Okay, um, the yeah. the Wind Dixie by it's on Curry Ford, but it's like going. There's across the street. There's like that Wawa
0: by the Wind Dixie. Um... Are you talking about that? There's like the, a, there a shell gas station next to the. the there window there window. may be one now. There wasn't one back when I lived there. Like,
1: oh, Yeah, it's probably been a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: But like that okay. was, and then like, and then like Sleeping Moon Cafe and Winter Park. It's not open anymore, but like I used to perform there okay. a lot. Cool. And then like, so I did different things. And then like, cause my thing was I didn't. Like I was afraid to perform in front of gay people, because what I did was so, what I did was so different. Because like I would do, like I would do some covers, but I would mostly do original tracks. And like I make electronic music, so it's like you have these like singer songwriters where it's like all these like same acoustic sets over and over and over again, and then you usually have me especially at rogue pub open the show where like i would just do an electronic i would just do like three electronic tracks in a row and um, did everybody love it no did musicians love it yes yeah. oh gee because it so, is yeah. it's very different although there was like the owner's lights what I did. Although there was one time where like like what there was like a week before where I had screamed motherfucker into the microphone at the mm-hmm. end of one of my songs and I got told not to do that the following week. I'm thinking, girl, I'm not going to do that again. I already did that last week. I changed my set. Because right. I'm like like I am someone who did never want to do the same set like twice in a row.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: I think well too because
1: like I don't know the environment, but if it was like not a queer environment, more than yeah, it's really strange. Like more than likely they're like cause it then they're always like more like family. I don't know if it's like family oriented because they're like, oh like cursing, but <laughs> whatever. It's like we're we're faggots. So but,
0: but when I, I did part, the gay bar, the gay club that I did used to perform at, unfortunately no longer there was Parliament House.
1: Yeah, he has oh so cool. I don't maybe yeah. what is what is your track? what remind me again what your drag name was? Prince Electro Diamond. It. Yes. I don't think I've when did you perform?
0: So I was never like one of the like weekend people. I used to do like their karaoke night on Thursday nights. Like
1: Oh uh, okay. Yeah i would i heart like when i would go it would always be like on the actual like weekends i think yeah. maybe like once or something i went on like a weekday like i don't remember what it was but i'd always really go on the weekend so probably didn't get it maybe like in passing but i never got to unfortunately see your show yeah but well you still?
0: oh you're gonna say do but you're asking to do i still perform the yes. answer is no. Okay. And that yeah. and that's it. It's just it's it's not because I don't want to. It's honestly because I don't live in a city. And like
1: mm, the nearest
0: okay. the, the nearest city to me is West Palm Beach, and West Palm Beach is like an hour away.
1: Oh uh, yeah. That's it's a bit of a drive. Yeah. So just so, per, like, an hour Like can just perform, yeah.
0: Yeah. I did it like, for a while I did it for a while. I don't do it anymore. Um but I did actually talk about this cuz there is some drag that goes on here but like I don't really know like the drag queens well in- like they know who I am but they don't I don't know them well enough to like be in the shows but Okay. But my um drag sister who I actually just interviewed on Friday said she was thinking about directing some shows and when she did that I'm like, "Well, give a bitch a call." Like
1: all right let me know <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i mean also too just really like once like i haven't really put myself out there yet in that way but i feel like once you do like they all like they'll they'll like start you know what I mean? like for you like once you yeah. like, do that and you're there like they all come like they say if you bu- if you build it they'll come you know what i mean yeah. so like if you build it there like you build community you're there often enough like the people will come they'll see you they'll like want to see your performances and then you slam on the stage sing your song girl. do those originals you know i mean yeah, yeah. definitely like those tracks are fine but if you yeah I, I i think you know drag queens that sing like actually sing and like or do yeah. like original stuff like um that have more than just what i think the basics of drag is like i applaud them because like yeah. that is um it's that is the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent yes okay you know so that is what we in drag because again drag is not static drag is always you know their guidelines quote unquote even then yeah. is very but You know like it's always evolving it's always changing like now like you know there was like what one season of drag race where we had i didn't actually see that season surprise or maybe if i did i watched a little bit of it but i'd only really watch it drag race to me is like football like i only really watch it with like my gal pals like it's like a thing we do but like outside of that i don't really actually actively watch it but um there was one queen that was on what which is actually i think really Says a lot maybe about like drag race because they were, they, the drag queen identified as a heterosexual guy, male, but he, I forgot his name, but like, or their name, I don't know. But it just, and I know some people are going to say different things about, but I mean, like, again, like, you know, even then, like, you think about it, like, now, like, having bio queens or people that are born assigned female at birth that are doing drag, or like, you know, now you have. And then even people back in the day like even further back when like people coming out as trans doing drag like which is great it's all great to me but it's just like it's just evolved so much and so fast like over time like um again like there's the hoops and hurdles but you know soon it'll just be like i mean really anybody can do drag like i'm not gonna You know i'm not gonna gatekeep but at the same time like you know just know especially especially if you're listening and if you are identified as heterosexual just know that just know where things come from and just know like you know it's like this this drag you know like well ru-, ru says like you know like we're all born naked the rest of drag which is right. i say. i understand that. that's why i'm not trying to keep it i'm not trying to keep drag i'm not the drag judge or whatever but um that's for root but um but i was gonna say like just kind of like know where things come from if especially like it's just you know like have context of drag started out in for queer people you know in the, in the right. community but has we can share and it's not this like labeled of like only queer people can do drag like it's anybody could like I, I mean too like you know yeah we have bio queens and you know we have trans people doing drag like so it's just like yeah. anybody you know, drag kings like you know so it's just there's so much that can go with it um but just making sure that in the groups that it's like, because I know some people are gonna be weird about it, but like, you know, it's it's just know that like, not like pay your dues, but just like know, do your research, like know your history, like if you're gonna, especially you're gonna do drag, like right. know, it. especially more like the the younger generations, like the younger queens, like yeah, like early, re, really young, like because not all of them do, but some of them. Some of them don't know or have context of it, and you know how drag queens really did pave the way a lot for our community, like trans right. and drag people, tra- especially black trans people or black trans or drag drag like people, like uh, yeah. people of color, like in in our community, especially like politically and socially. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we need to give it give it to them, like they, yeah, you know, so.
0: Like, yes Well, okay. Also to your point about me being performing as I always say I like this podcast takes a lot. Like you're my first no. guest this you're my first guest this week, but like I have a guest tomorrow and I hopefully have a guest Wednesday, so like your bitch is busy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like it's
1: it's a lot doing a podcast, trust me, bro. I know like Getting a special guest together time
0: frames like what the topics i know but tell me so i mean and like going back to like as i was telling you before about like booking guests in LA it's like it's like the roster for my guests in LA is just like so much because it's like when i finally get them they show up yeah Because most of them like most of them like work in Hollywood and they kind of understand how this goes. Like you 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 set a date, you show up. If you're gonna show up late, let a bitch know, and like just don't like I've only so far in LA I've only had one bad experience. Mm -hmm. Where had like somebody where like I literally spoke with them like The day before, it was a drag queen. I spoke with her the day before. I got to day of. I was, like, confirmed everything. I was literally sitting here in front of my camera, or in front of my laptop, in drag. I waited 15 minutes, half an hour. Never showed up.
1: Yeah. Communication's important. That's why even like for me, I know, like earlier I was a little behind, but like, even if you're behind, like still communicate, like it just say like I'm running behind or, or if they're just not able to make it in general, just say, Hey, like I, something came up today. Like it, whatever. My mom's in the hospital. I don't know, whatever it was like, and, um, we let's do rain check or reschedule at least there's yeah communication you know what i mean at least there's communication. because that happens we've actually had that happen on our podcast so like but communicate is important like just say hey like you know i can't do yeah. it or i'm moving late yeah it's fine we'll just like full just yeah yeah
0: and like okay your the other point i was gonna tell you like why i wear sunglasses like yeah. i will say i've been doing i've been doing it's it, it started as a part of my like stage look and then like now it's just simply the fact of i don't know how to do eyes like because i just incorporated all of this in i never learned how to do eyes so i'm here Ever. 8 years later haven't even tried to learn
1: <laughs> it's a lot that's literally the hardest part of getting into makeup is doing the eyes like doing my once my eyes are done my face, it's like boom, like foundation, concealer, contour, powder, yeah. boom, 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 done, 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 out the door. I might like spend a little time like with the contour and the highlight or whatever, but not much. Like my eyes take the longest to do. Then it, it depends. Like if I'm doing like if I'm have some time on my hands and I really can sit there, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out. But um, I have makeup looks for different things. Like I have like out the door. Gotta go to work. Whatever. If I have a little bit of time, like, can do something really quick or just something like decent, where it's like, oh, it's cute, but like, not my like, my like, I have more time with. Um, yeah. But yeah, eyes are, uh, and also like learning eye shapes. Like, there's different eye shapes. And again, like, if you're doing drag, the beauty of drag, like, not everybody's like, you know, plastic tiara where they can put on some yeah. chapstick and they're good to go. Like, and I love <laughs> if you're listening, to girl, I love you uh but like you know l- what we're saying is like you know you can do like with drag it's still creative so you can um do like uh however you want like shape them like trixie mattel and like uh you know Katya's a little different but like trixie's look like yeah. it's very bar it's very like cartoonish but it's it works for her you know what i mean like right it- and it's her drag like that's the thing of a drag so like it's just playing with it and what works and you can do one look and also tricks like same with mine, like Trixie's look. Like we've all come like we started off this one way and then over the years, like we've perfected and refined it. So even when you start doing it or whenever you do, like, you know, just yeah. know like wherever you're right now with it or wherever you're gonna be with it is it, it's gonna look different like down the road. So it's gonna evolve the more that you do it. It's not gonna look the same. And I always feel like it not like look, looks better, but it is more it over time it becomes more refined. So which That's is always nice. Cool.
0: Nice which, al- which also, to your point of like eyes and like having to know exactly how to do it, I mainly only do drag when I'm on camera, and I can't be looking fucking crazy interviewing somebody. Like I just, I can't. Like, I say that. Because yeah. if I mess up my eyes, I'd be like this. I gotta cancel. Like I just, I'm no. <laughs> what I might do, I was actually
1: considering doing like a video of like a live of me like maybe just only doing like the makeup portion of the drag right. so that because i don't know how much you know how much time is there so maybe i'll just do something like that and like yeah maybe get some little tips or something and because i would say like i'd help you but i don't you're not yeah you're not in florida so like um wait well, wait yeah yeah so, i am like, in florida i am in florida wait, oh where 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 in florida I told you, not, I'm, I'm near west palm beach girl but so wait west palm but that's going wait south south west palm i've actually never been so that's, i know right yeah. i'm like but is there like so there's you said but you're around like there's not a lot of like city so like there's mostly like, yeah there's more rural, like not rural but maybe
0: i live there, i is. live in like i live in a suburb but it's slowly oh, okay. but it's slowly but surely turning into a city like a bunch of people are moving here and like when i found like uh, i actually interviewed this person when i found like a gay person who moved here from the bronx i'm like why the fuck did you move here like there's literally nothing to do
1: <laughs> it was weird. like why did you come here <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not familiar with that area at all. So I'm, I mean, I, I mean, I know I've gone out like Port St. Lucie, like out that way, but like I. Well, uh, not... well, wait,
0: wait. You've been near Port St. Lucie? I'm literally I, like the next. I've been like the next. I'm the next town over from Port St. I've Lucie. I've driven
1: through. I've driven through it, but like not like I've not like spent yeah. a lot of time oh. there. But I've, I've driven past like through it. Um, yeah. But I'm guessing, like to my imagination, I can imagine it being like, you know, do you remember Courage, the Cowardly Dog? Kind of, yeah. Oh, for those are like, 90s kids, but, like, um, yeah, it just reminded me of, like, Curse Carly Log, where, like, they just, like, literally live in the middle of, like, there's, like, nothing. It's, like, a house. Yeah. And then, like, that's it. It's what i I'm, like, imagine. In my head,
0: I just imagine it, but it's... I'm no, sure it's, stuff, it, it, it's... It's coming up. It, it's, but... it's, it's... It's not that bad. If it was, like... No. If it was, like, that bad, I'd literally, like... <laughs> I'd literally cry myself to sleep every like, night. Like, I,
1: I can't, just... just... Come save me! <laughs> I love that um but yeah um yeah i mean if ever like in orlando like listen we can i can we can help each other out I, help help a gal pal i'll help you with your you eyes know, and, yeah
0: of course i love well here's the thing like i'm telling you this now i like you i'd like i would come visit you in orlando i haven't been back i haven't been back since like before covid like
1: we're not missing much but
0: <laughs> well <laughs> Dude, like but, The last time I went back was I No, actually, yeah, I do remember. The last time I went, I actually stayed at the Parliament House. Like, Mm -hmm. it was like I think it was like Yeah. Well, I said before COVID. Like, that place shut down during COVID.
1: Yeah, it was like right then, but okay. Sorry, I interrupted you.
0: Yeah, no, you're good. Um, So it's like I think I'm so I actually am so glad that I got that experience to like stay there because it's like did I get much sleep? No, but was it nice to like be able to like say I stayed in that hotel? It was great. I fucking love that place. I love I loved it because as I always viewed it, that was the place where no rules existed.
1: Yeah. There
0: there were guidelines, but... but uh, you, you,
1: ideally, like there was a there's a lot of leeway. There's a lot of leeway. There, a lot
0: of leeway. Well, here's the proof that there's no rules. And I had this happen to me multiple times when I was in drag. I used to get my dick sucked at the beach. In the oh, like the little,
1: um, yeah,
0: that little beach in the yes,
1: yes, that was that was pretty much. to my knowledge there's a couple there were other things going on there but that was also probably one of the things that was also going on over there so yeah and then there's like the bear bar uh that i remember the bear bar and then there was like yeah yeah the little shop that was next to it it had a lot of like little parliament house had a lot i mean a lot of memories like prides like there was a lot of yeah that pool girl that pool they put so much chlorine in it Mm-mm, never again i mean well it's obviously never again but like yeah. you know like i i was like a merman for one year like i had my tail and there's pictures later on i could be a show but wow. i had my tail on and like swimming and trying to be you know uh they paid me for the event too it was like a little event they had and but i i put i tried to open my eyes on the water it was never i'd rather open my eyes in the ocean
0: in
1: that pool. <laughs> like, i could not it literally i think the first i opened them, it like burned like hell like it was ridiculous i was like never i almost for the rest of it, i was like i they wanted me like swim i was like oh I'll swim but i like, can't really see where i'm going because i can't open my eyes and it's like fucking like they like do you want water with your chlorine or do you want like chlorine like they just wanted chlorine just just chlorine only so that's how chlorinated it was there was no filter but i guess a lot of times like people would always complain because like people would have sex in the pool and that's then-
0: exactly why they probably had a ton of chlorine is because people yeah. were fucking in the pool that's why was- <laughs> i'm like well that's yeah yeah, yeah didn't yeah. have didn't have that experience got fucked in the parking lot once but like <laughs> <laughs> there was
1: that was a big parking lot
0: that because it would go there was the parking lot
1: and then there was like the the, the, the field yeah the field that's where I got
0: the fucked field. in. I didn't
1: get fucked the in the field. actual yeah. parking lot, I got fucked in. <laughs> that was a little more uh back there because it was dark yeah. and like there wasn't really many people that parked there, so that's all the
0: things you know. Yes. That yeah, was I actually one that. of the times when I was visiting mm. there and I my, my hotel was like too far away, and he's like, this guy like got turned on by the fact that I was in drag, and like, there is I that. was like, I, I was like, I was like wearing a thong because I always do because I'm a fucking slut. Um, as <laughs> but, as <laughs> as, um <laughs> but he's, and I'm, and, I'm, like, and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, and then like, he like fucked me in the back of his car, but like. <laughs>
1: like oh, yes um i'm just an innocent drag queen it's so, like no not. like as, but as all he knew right i don't know yeah that, I, I i love that there's so many memories so many so many memories man that was it at least i at least we could say like you know no it's not there no more but at least we yeah. can be like we're the ogs of um the pea house
0: yeah lots yeah. of the food well, the- well it's it's allegedly i say allegedly because i don't think it's ever going to happen they're allegedly opening it downtown which
1: yeah i don't it's that they were it's been forever they did a little i think it was like a pride either recently or like last year It was like either last year or the year before but i think it was last year because i think it was like supposed to be recently that they did like a pop-up Uh, like downtown and i don't know if that's what they were either the pop-up was the pop-up or if they were doing it to just kind of feel it out and see or if they're actually still going to do it because i don't they they keep talking keep hearing and circulating around orlando like it keeps circulating and i'm like it keeps changing all the time too it's like telephone you know the grapevine i don't i don't really know i could never give anybody like actual factual like what's going on with it but i
0: don't think anybody knows like no except, except for the people who are like paying the money like yeah for the construction they're the only ones who do know
1: i mean it's even if they did do it it's never gonna be it's never gonna be what it was of course exactly yeah. but um you know it's just because it was so like such a big place too like everybody went there because there was enough space for a lot of people excuse me a lot of people yeah but um downtown is so already congested anyways like the parking is so challenging like and then you want to put you want to like try Mm. to reestablish p house down there i don't know about date like you know
0: (laughs) and and it had free parking that was the only reason i went to the parliament house like the reason that the whole time i lived in orlando though they had plenty of guests that i want to go to the reason i never went to southern nights is because they force you to pay to park
1: yeah and then they have the vip or yeah the or the vip or the um valet valet which i think i don't know it's probably not super expensive but usually if you go to southern though there's a couple they used to have this church down the street from southern it wasn't too too far so this was close by and like used to be able to like park there and you don't have to pay anything yeah but now it's i don't know if they took down the whole church it's been a little bit since i've been over there but the last time I was over there when i saw that they closed out that parking lot so you can't park there now um so now there's only like a few spots to park and it just especially when they have like a queen from rupaul or whatever or anyone come over yeah, exactly. like it's like pretty much first come first serve, like you might as well just Uber there because you're not gonna find parking. Or if you know someone that lives around there, like park at their house, but you're not gonna find parking, I guarantee. You have to come really early. Um, So, But yeah, I mean, all our little queer spots are coming smaller and smaller because Pulse is not around, P House is not around. Um, Also, what was the other one? Oh, Stonewall is gone now. Um, so pretty much all we have left as far as like known to be queer is Southern here and Savoy. Um,
0: Sunday, and and well, I don't know if it's still open. Is barcodes still open?
1: Yes, barcodes is still uh, a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. still a thing. Yes, <laughs> he's still there. She's still around, girl. She ain't, I don't think she ain't going anywhere, at least anytime soon. But well, um, that, yeah.
0: that, that was a place I only went to once. I didn't even like go there to um to like go. I went I think I went there to like buy poppers from some guy that I was like hooking up with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and like that was when weirdly enough, I ran into we'll get into my dating history a little bit in a little bit. I have a question for you about that too. So it's like I ran into my ex's boss. We had just broken up like not that long ago. And he told me about how my ex and he's like, oh, now you're now you like your ex has HIV because he was somebody who's HIV positive. And I'm thinking I'm like, dodge with bullet there.
1: Oh, that's hard. But
0: yeah, I feel
1: that. like that's yeah. Like the community, I mean, there's there's so much to that. Um, but um yeah we were gonna say you said something about your ask me question
0: about
1: Um, relationship or something or
0: well yeah i have that question but that's gonna be my next question after this one i'm asking so okay okay so who's okay i'm gonna ask it this way because you said this who's an artist you would love to perform in drag
1: an artist i would love to like um like perform with or to no no like perform their song perform their song um uh there's so many (laughs) to be honest i kind of had this idea of like doing drag like where you know because i want to do You know, I got about the wigs, everything. So, like, do very more. Like, kind of not glam, but like, I, I, my drag is kind of always gonna be more like on like the spooky side, anyways. Yeah. Um, but or the quote unquote darker side. Um, but I would say like, I want to do some like I like Rob Zombie, and like some of like uh, there's like another band, so kind of like a Blue Stally, which is another band. Um, but it's like I kind of want to. Shake up things a little bit with it, where it's like you wouldn't expect it because you would think, like, oh, if I'm going to come out quote unquote looking a certain way, then you're going to probably oh. hear not like Britney Spears, but you're going to hear like yeah. Rihanna or whatever. But then you're going to get like, you know, like Rob Zombie, like, wait, what? Like, that's so confusing. But at the same time, like, I could, I feel like I could, I'm going to try it out, but I feel like I can pull it off. Like, I want to kind of do like a, i look this way but like you're gonna get like the, the artists like completely different like i don't know we'll see i'm gonna play with it first and see how it co- goes out but if we're gonna stick to like a traditional like a look a like like a thing like um i've been really feeling like ava max recently like a couple of songs with Ava max okay. yeah love her um and i like her so yeah and then slater is also i like slater she does have a couple songs of her um and uh max Slater. there's a few um
0: there's well, a song
1: called oh what we're you gonna say i
0: was gonna say to you like um doing that like darker sort of stuff one that i don't know if you like him i like i like him a lot um marilyn manson
1: okay um there is a song i don't know a lot of his i don't know like i've I've never been like a avid person for him or them but um there's a couple like there's a couple songs by him that i probably maybe would try out um uh cupid um cupid gun that song I forgot what it's called. Cupid Has a Gun or Cupid something. That one, I forget. And then they've done... Uh, he did like a remake of... um, What's the song by... It's like an older song, but in like the 80s or maybe it was like 90s. Sweet Dreams? Yeah. Yep. I want to do that one, like a, the remake of it. So I'd probably yep. do that one and see. And then Cupid Has a Gun or something like that. I think that's the song. I would do that song.
0: Like the song I've done, like i haven't done Marilyn Manson much but the song like i performed it i've done the dope show which is one of his more like industrial songs that i like really mm-hmm. like i'll check it out yeah
1: yeah cool. we like
0: we like some of that i
1: like you know like definitely rob zombie uh boost dolly i do like have, i have like a playlist so like i my playlist is like a mix of like what I think. And again, like when I create the playlist or when I'm creating these, like, I have to think like, who is Anoxia? You know what I mean? Like, who is she? Like, yeah. who are they or who are they? Like, you know, yeah. and I think she's not much, Anoxia is not much different than me. Cause again, it's an extension of me, but at the right. same time, like parts of me that I, you know, don't get to express in certain ways that Anoxia is going to do it. So like, right. you know, um, uh, very, Anoxia, I would say, is very, like, you know, she could be, like, very pretty, like, glam, you know, like, very, like, giving, um, like, giving, like, cunts and, like, very just, like, slaying, but also has no problem, like, being really, like, not, like, well, I guess, like, slutty, but, like, also very, like, bimbo, like, um but also like kind of dark in the essence of like her uh like i said like doing some like songs that are maybe a little bit more like aggressive or kind of like you said like kind of more intense yeah Um, yeah and like just that like all of those like those are those are definitely some of the aspects i would say of her like she, she has her sides to her um she can charm you know with her her magic i guess you could say her right. her aesthetic her beauty um you know very much like the plants that i i named her from um but yeah she she has she has those those qualities of her so yeah
0: so okay now to this question of what's well i mean you've only lived in orlando so i'm gonna take all this far so what's your dating life been like
1: my dating life
0: um
1: it's well recently i mean there have been prospects uh quote unquote but it's also like i don't know i'm just like i go through different phases in my life like in general but just i'm at this part of my life where right now like you know i'm i'm open to possibilities and I have like ideals of what I would love to have, but I kind of just at this point, like take things as they come, you know, but, um, you know, ideally, you know, I am getting older. So like, you know, I would love to, like, I don't think it's possible anymore because I don't think people do it. And especially in our community, like this thing called dating. Um, so like, you know, even when you even use the word dating, like to me, when I think of dating, I think of like, going on a date, but that doesn't yeah. mean, like, going on a date, but then it doesn't mean, like, oh my god, we're boyfriends. I'm like, no. We just go on one date, honey. Like, it's it's just one what? date. <sighs> Scandalous.
0: No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, we go on one date, we're boyfriends. Like, that ain't that ain't the version of what I think of when dating. I feel like when most people in our community consider dating, it's like, they go out to dinner and then they fuck after and then like that's their version of dating yeah um yeah that is
1: what it is um i think that used <laughs> to be the idea back back when some people believe that but no yeah literally dating is like going to dinner if even dinner is even the thing they say going to dinner and it's pretty much just like finding somewhere going somewhere to fuck and then that's it okay this is you bye but i think a lot of times like you know we, that this can kind of go into a lot of what we were talking about previously like shadow work etc but yeah. you know again like don't get me wrong like everybody you know has they have their own ulterior motives they you know it's, it is what it is right you know but um i would love like it's been a while since i feel like a like it's been now, I'd say over a year. It's like a, a year and a half now since I like been in a relationship with someone.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh, to be honest, like having that experience again, like it I've had people in my life that I know well enough that I would I would I would say I definitely have friends with benefits for sure um and what i mean friends with ah. benefits. i actually mean friends with benefits i don't mean friends with benefits but i just met you like a couple days ago or something like i actually have people in my life that i know know well and not to say like friends with benefits no and girl i have one too benefits. yeah so but to me how i really look at that is like i know like we know each other like it, we don't have the label we don't have like labels we're not like dating or whatever like those things but we some of the things that i feel like i really would love to have in like a quote-unquote relationship like with them i feel like i'm able to get those things so like and i feel like it's also like until and whenever if that happens like i get into that point where someone is also interested enough to and crazy enough to go down that path with me. Um, I feel like that that is kind of like my safe zone where I like, I feel like I know them and like, you know, and I I don't know, I mean, even then like friends with benefits could even turn into something more because again, like it's all about like getting to know the person if you know them well and not would know them well, but you spend more time with them, like, you know, that could evolve, you know? And I think it's, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be out of the left field if it did, but you know, but other than that, like I definitely would say, um, at least I feel more comfortable knowing like who I'm with, especially sexually. Like if I don't know, like then I don't. And also, I kind of veer more on the demisexual spectrum. So it's sort of like where there's ace, and then there's demi, and then there's like kind of in between. And I I'd say I'm 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 in between. I'm definitely not like fully into the demisexual like pool. Like I've done like you know whatever like. Hookups or whatever in the past, but I find it very difficult to really connect with the person because it's mostly just like fucking go, like, all right, bye, like, see you later. And it's yeah. like, all right, like, you where I need, like, I need a little bit more than that because if not, I really just sometimes just don't perform. It's like, all right, well, I could have just stayed home at this point and just like with my hand or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I need, we all need that, like, I feel like the interaction but i think some queer people and just in general they are afraid to get too close because then they're gonna get hurt or whatever it is or like i don't know so they prefer to keep like a distance you know and i get it but you know at some point like shadow work the thing that they're running away from or if and especially i don't know if if they don't want if they're like i just don't want relationships in general like that's fine yeah. like you don't want them but if you're someone that's like oh yeah i'm open to it yeah, yeah yeah but then like but then you're not and i'm like so then just say that you're not open to like dating then and that's fine you know um so i don't know it's just hard to find and like uh the dating pools and just in general are like smaller and they're not even pools anymore but they're like puddles at this point so like it's like the dating puddles are like small and even then like for someone to actually like really want to get to know you like it's even smaller like or even care to even like fathom the idea of caring to get to know you is even smaller so mostly, honestly, I there's a there's a few diamonds in the rough, but it's typically more of the older generations that still kind of carry on a lot of that, like that type of mentality. Like the younger generation like yeah. most of the younger generations don't. Or like my like our generation, like maybe a little bit before ours, but like they just this is not a thing. It's more like the like older like people that are like still like, oh, like I'll open the door for you, or like, you know, I'll take right. you to dinner. Or, like that's nice. Like, what do you like to do? Like, what is it that you like, you know, like, I like this, like pretty much what we're doing here, like interviewing, but like, just not, but not on an interview, like we're not being interviewed, but just getting to know Damn. the person. Like they don't, it's either that or they're on their, phone at dinner. Right. And I'm like, I didn't like, I won't get my to go. Bye. I'm like, if you want to go on a date, like let's go on a date. But if you want to sit there on your phone, you just said, let's, this this there's not a date like we're hanging out whatever like you know so and even then we're not really hanging out because you're on your phone
0: okay so i will i will say because of course i'm going to answer this question of so my dating in orlando tell me i was in one relationship with a black guy who's actually now a girl, mm-hmm. kind of the reason we broke up. So that was a year. Then right after I broke up with her, I went out with a rednecky white guy for a month, which mistake. And then pretty much after that, it was just me fucking a bunch of black and Latino guys. Because yeah, <laughs> bitch got a type. Well actually that's I
1: like what I like, girl. That's what I like.
0: Well, everybody it's got, not, got type. It, It's uh, My joke is is I fuck white guys twice a year. I call it community service. But like <laughs> this
1: is like charity. <laughs> like
0: I'm I'm just I'm just giving
1: a little charity back. You know, it's gotta be like you know, <laughs> gotta <give> a love <laughs> like, a little love in some, you know, in these places. Gotta leave a little bit, you know. Don't wanna make them feel left out.
0: But, but also, you got to figure, well, I told you this before we were on the podcast. Like, I told you what area I'm from. White guys were scared to come into my neighborhood. So, what's around me? Black guys. Yeah.
1: In and, the environment.
0: Yeah. And that's... Because I was... I was old when I first had sex because most most gay people are like i was 15 the first time i got fucked i was tw- i was 23. like <laughs> yeah.
1: i was like wait you were old i'm like wait how old are you I'm like, but in
0: gay years well, yeah, well, definitely, well, yeah. well first first of all i hate that you say you're old i'm not that much younger than you like <laughs> i am
1: old. No, you're...
0: Two. Yeah, i know i know how old you are I know I'm not that much younger than you. I'm 28. Relax. Like <laughs> I'm older. I have a cane like like my cane like. Well wheel, actually not, n- not 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 even that. I turn 29 next month. So like
1: enjoy it and like dude, enjoy your 20s like people want to rush. I'm like don't rush, girl. Just enjoy it like cuz it only comes once. So at least as far as we know. So yeah.
0: Well it's also like as I had this conversation with somebody it's like We, especially if you're like older when you get out, because some of us come out so late, the 20s is very much our teen years, and then like the 30s is pretty much our 20s, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, so it's like, so it's like, I theoretically don't have to be responsible till I'm 40, so like, I'm fine with that, <laughs> right?
1: Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like um everybody comes in different places with the you know like I've had my relationships and I've had my in-betweens but I tend to find like I don't know like I would love to have like it's going to sound really cheesy and corny but like I would love to have like the you know like your not best friend because you can have many best friends, but I' am gonna have to like you know your best friend that you could say like oh like that you um m- like marry or like spend m- most if not Aww. the rest of your life with yeah it's very cheesy corny but like but that's it's sweet. kind of that like and even then like here's the thing is I even feel like I'm uh, evolving a little more um uh that. I would rather like build a foundation with whomever it might be, like build like a good while like together. And then like, listen, like if they, I mean, I don't really, I don't really feel like I would like personally seek it, but if they felt that they wanted to like seek other things or like, you know, do like, uh, like open or what, I don't know, whatever in that way, play or like play or whatever, like, I'd be like, yeah, like we have a really like good communication set of skills. Yeah. and. We trust each other. Like, we've built, we've done a lot of the work previously together. So, at this point, like, there's that trust and, um, and that knowing, like, you know, what we're, what, if we go down this path, like, what, where this is going. And we have communication on, like, you know, it is us. But, like, you know, if something comes up, we talk about it. There's no hiding, like, you know, there's no need, there wouldn't be no need to hide anything. Um, uh, so, Yeah. I just feel like, um, that, that is, um, that, that, that's where I would go. Like be, be open, be open to that. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I I never thought about that before. Like I thought I would ever be, um, open to something like that. But I'm like, you know, nowadays, like most, most of the gays are, are already, um, you know, they're already like we're already open or whatever and replay. I'm like, that's fine. Like, you know, I have seen really healthy examples of that and I've also seen non-healthy examples of that. So, um, and to me, I feel like you're going to have to build a foundation first solid with someone and like really spend that time with them, get to know them, they get to know you, they know your, the things you do like and don't like and the ins and outs and that takes time, you know, but I think like at a certain point, you know then then there's that like okay how are we how are we growing together you know i mean how are we going together like do we want to explore other things like do you want if not then this is great what we're doing you know and if you do then we've done most of the work to do this and we have a communication skill that making sure we're not breaking any agreements that we agreed and if we are gonna break them we're gonna do it together as far as like you yeah. communicate first and then shift the agreements but obviously they'd be like quote-unquote like cheating but um yeah i don't know i i just think the more open and transparent and communi- communicative that you can be with your partner yeah. the the better off you are going to be in your relationships down the long run but if you hide things or you don't say things to them then that's what makes all of the drama the drama or like why they, you know, cheat or whatever. And it's like, just like, if you want to do things with other people, just tell them like, I know you're like, but it's gonna hurt them. Like, no, it's not actually. What's yeah. gonna hurt them is you doing what you're gonna about to do. So um, so just tell like the person that you're with, like say, hey, like, this is something I wanna explore. I wanna talk to you about, like, you know, and if it comes out at the end of the day, like if it comes down to it and they're really like not about it and you're really for it, then at least you know like where you stand and um you can go respectfully your separate ways like you know and like it, you you know it's not like you did it you know it's like this is something like maybe it's something I want to try and I know that you're not for it and I really want to like this is something that really means a lot to me and I know you're not for it and I know there's no obviously not say convincing you otherwise but it's no that so maybe we go our separate ways. And I know that's not easy to say, and that might hurt for a little bit, but at least you didn't go down that road, you know? And even if you did, that's fine too, like, you know, work through that, heal through that process, the, you know, um, whatever happened, uh, that broke the agreements, but there, there are other ways. And so having that strong communication with your partners is super important. Being vulnerable and just telling them what you What you need tell them you know and also not every partner is going to meet all your needs so that could be a part of it too
0: right okay so i know we gotta wrap this up soon so i got two more questions see okay so so what is your relationship to drugs and alcohol
1: perfect um my relationship to drugs and alcohol so me i i have Different definitions of what drugs are. Um, a drug, to me, is what I would say, like I go to like the drugstore or get some pills or whatever, like something that's man-made. Um, yeah. Now, uh, now, cannabis or mushrooms or anything that's like a plant medicine is not a drug um, because of the fact that what it's what makes a drug an actual drug right and so though i know by like society and and political like whatever like they just throw it all in the same cauldron and call it a drug and like it's not right but you know for lack of better terms like you know i i kind of stick more towards like if i'm gonna partake in something that's going to be altering my state of mind state of consciousness i'm gonna um like i smoke cannabis and then uh once in a while like i'll do i'll i'll uh, work with mushrooms um mostly ideally for like an, an intentional for healing and for being in spaces that i like need it um and then also uh so like then alcohol like my relationship specifically with alcohol um you know i mean i make herbal tinctures and that uses alcohol yeah. but as far as that goes um you know like yeah more so i really only drink socially like that's my only thing is i like, i never if i like i said if i buy alcohol like to yeah. drink like, at my house like i bring it home it's usually only for like when i make um either for my offerings for certain spirits that i work yeah. with that for libations or I'm making an herbal tincture with it um but i really typically don't buy like cans of beers or bring it home or like bottles in or anything like that it's only really special or like some sort of like holiday or some event um so it's very casual um and but that still doesn't mean like i've had my i've learned over the years as i've gotten older like you know i've had my you know hold the hair back over the toilet while i'm like puking like us out and like so i've done i've done it i've done it and it's it's not fun um you know for all i've been there um i done it a couple times but i typically at this point like i've learned like where my limit is because like the next day it's the worst so i typically like socially like i know where my limits are um you know when it comes to that um so i just kind of moderate you know like okay i'll have like i'll have a cider or like a seltzer or maybe i'll have like a shot with them and i'm like all right like i know where i know what I know, like in my body tells me like, all right, this is you're good here. Like, all right, I'm good here. You know, and I can still have fun. So to me, it's like I can indulge in some of the 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 fun and the, you know, the uh uh primalness of that, but um I know too much of anything like the devil in that sense is destructive and not beneficial and i've seen it and so um i dance with the devil in the way that i know that i dance with the devil but i know where i i know i know that i'm doing it but i know that i'm doing it within the quote-unquote responsible way you know because it's responsible for me to know like how much i'm gonna have
0: right okay so now she's gonna go briefly to me Alcohol, never really had anything bad with that. I'm very much like a social drinker, like you said. I had, like, one night where I almost got a DUI, and it was, like, I luckily, like, my dad was able to pick me up, so, like, I got saved from that. In terms of, like, what the um traditional sense of drugs... Or like in people's traditional the st- stuff you're talking about like the cannabis and all that never really did any of that the only thing i abused was okay so just a little bit medically about me i have bone spurs in the heels of both of my feet Yeah. so like they're not as bad now but there was a point when i was working a job where i was on my feet eight hours a day where i was in a lot of pain and i didn't have health insurance so like I had to kind of like suffer through it, and like what I used to abuse was ibuprofen. I used to take when I totaled it up. I used to take like eighteen to twenty-four ibuprofen a day.
1: Girl, yeah, that's
0: a lot. And yeah, I, mean, and I did. I, yeah. I did. It, I did it for four months. Like,
1: <sighs> yeah, that's intense. Their yeah. body, their liver was like, I can't do this is, no more. Stop! But at the same time, it's intense because you you had to do with what you could with what you had. Like yeah, boners is like no. I mean, I've never experienced it, so I don't know. But I'm sure it's really uncomfortable, probably painful, and you're mm-hmm. you're on top of the job. You have a job that maybe like you're standing on your feet hours on end, literally yeah. like you're you're standing on pins and needles essentially. So um, and that does not mm-hmm. sound fun. So doing the best with like you're like okay, well, ibuprofen like. It's not really solving the problem, but it's it's kind of asking it's gonna it. Yeah, it's 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 gonna help for right now. Right.
0: Yeah. Which the it turns out like the great solution of what made that better was now working a job where I am front of, am in front of a computer all day, which I don't mind in truth, as I say, if this takes off, bye bye any job I have. Right. Like, literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rather Definitely. do this. And then, to my final question. Yes. What's the biggest misconception about you?
1: Oh, um, ooh, misconception
0: about me.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, um not everybody that i think i think most people that know me know me but i think a lot of people just uh, and 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 to some degree they're they're not completely wrong but i think a lot of people like you know oh little justin like little innocent justin I'm like definitely not that like you know i i uh I don't know, I think it's just very much like how, sometimes it's how I want people to think about me too. It's like, I want you to see this thing of me. And I'm not saying that thing about me isn't true, but it's, I'm only showing you what I want you to see. So it's like, I right. want to show you what you, what I want you to see, like part of me, right? But you're not going to get all the parts of me. So right. I only show what I showed for certain reasons and I think they, but then they think that that's all of me and I'm like, wrong. Right. Um, but again, they don't know me. So then that's part of that. So, but I don't know if that was like a misconception. Like, I guess that was helpful, like in some degree, but um, misconception, like about me, Um, I guess like my craft in, yeah as far as being like a witch, like, yeah, like there are aspects of it that are, um darker for sure because it's not it's not love and light i mean there are aspects that are like incorporating aspects of what i would consider love or like working through some of like the challenging parts of it but it's not this like toxic positivity love and light type of thing like it's very much like no we're do work on my nail like there's dirt underneath my nails right now like right you know we're getting dirty and um and that's what it is. Like there, it is, it's, it's not saying that I'm not afraid, like, I'm not trying to be like edgelord and like, Oh, I'm not afraid. Cause like I've through my craft, like I've done a couple of things that I have brought me like sweaty, like palms and I never sweat my palms, never sweat, but like, I'm like, we're, yeah. we're in it, girl. We're in it, girl and uh, do it. And, you know, I had a moment and I'm like, okay, breathe. Okay. You're like, Oh, and do boom. And I'm in it and I do it. And I'm like, great. I did it. You know whatever it was right but regardless like that fear and like pushing through essentially that fear of the darker stuff but i think a lot of people just associate because of media and movies and all the things that people think what a witch is or what witchcraft is and like it's like yeah. there or what even like the devil is, like etc or like the witch's devil or like etc like it's not it's not what all they think is like it's. There's so much more to it. There's so much nuance to it. There's so much, like it's not just like this bad thing or what they think is bad. And then it's there, and there's a lot of like flipping around there and like convolutedness and like what they they think is this like evil thing. And I'm like, well, we can we talked about it, like earlier. We can go there if yeah. you want to talk about evil. But it's like it's it's only evil because like true freedom is what is promised if you're gonna go down this path. But people think freedom is this like bright, sunny thing. And I'm like, it can be, but it's it's also like lonely. And it's also like, you know, I mean, there are parts of it that are, are dark and you aren't gonna be liked and you are gonna be shunned, and you are gonna be laughed at and people are gonna make fun of you. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's not, or you, you might not be the most well popular person because it's not about being popular. It's about being you. It's about going down this path and really doing that work, that journey, that discovery of the self as you keep going and as it's evolving and like breaking down and reconstructing and you know really seeing like some of the things that we hold on to that are not really part of our beliefs anymore who we are and especially as a witch like you know and uh you know be like oh my god aren't you afraid like like it's like talking about like like doing curse work and stuff like that like it's yeah. you know it's i mean it's something i said i don't do all the time but then people have this like misconception like oh i'm doing curses all the time like watch out like you know or or justin's just like scary and they're and in a way to be honest with you like that fear that witches have like that people as ascribe to them like there's power to that because to be honest like you're either feared or you're loved or you're or both you know like respected or like i'd say both would be like respected like i fear you because i know what you can do but i love you at the same time and i like that you know it's like because there's power in that and like you know like 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 I said, like, witches are like a rose, like, you know, we have the ability to heal and like, you know, the softness of the petals and the, the sweetness of it and like the ability to like heal ailments, et cetera, of whatever it might be or do working in certain ways. But don't get me wrong, like if it comes the other way and you are trying to come for them or me or whatever, like those thorns are there, girl, and they're there to protect. And we're not afraid of them. And a true witch is not afraid of either or so um meaning like getting to that point where you have you might be afraid at first of doing something that you're not used to but then once you get your feet wet and once you actually like start doing that work and like actually doing like your first hex or whatever it is like do it you know i mean like whatever it is like do it do it for the sake of the fact that you know that it's gonna serve you in the way that it's not just you but maybe like that friend or someone that's like you know being harassed at work or whatever it is like do it just because of the fact that once you know and you're like oh like this is my power right and you're like okay great now you got a taste of your power that's kind of where it can kind of go from there it's like now you have a taste of it how far are you gonna go with it you know and right. again i'm not here to tell anybody otherwise but i think again like you've done it you know what it's like there's more opportunities but you know for me i'm like i don't I don't need to be slinging them right and left but if it's there it's there but as far as like misconception goes like you know i think those probably hit hit that you know and um i think that's as far as i can think of, like because my craft like people like perceive it one way and it's like not what what it actually is and uh, assu- assuming a misconception be connected to like a- they assume what it is and um And I'm like, no, it's it's not these things. That it's it is some of those things, but it's not. It's not that is not the whole picture. You have, assume like, a little fraction of it. What are you gonna say? They assume you're hocus pocus, basically. Like right. Or like I had someone like say, oh, do magic now, and I'm like, what? I'm not a fucking magician. Like I mean, I, would, I <laughs> that, do like, what magic do now. Right like now? like, like hot show hot me, show be. me, and I was like, oh, this is so sweet. So like cute. And even if I even then, like, even if that was the case, even if I wanted to, like, why do I have to show you? To prove, to prove to who? I don't need to prove anything to anybody. Not, no one, no one needs to prove anything. Like, you do what you do and you do it when you do it. And there's no, you don't need, it's is not like a, a, this is not a talent show. This is not like, you know, I don't need anyone telling me, oh, do it, just show me, I'm like, no, girl, like, I mean, you can look at my Instagram. I have a couple things on there that I've already done. That's there, and a lot of it's for me. But like, I have a a few people, have friends, people I know. Um, but this isn't like, like you said, like hocus pocus. Like this is, (laughs) it's not quite to that extent. And then they're like, well, then you can't do magic. I'm like, you're delusional. It's drag delusion for you, girl. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I don't know if that was that helpful or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's work. So, but yeah. Well, I'll just do mine quickly. The one thing that I always say, like, based on some of my interviews, I have a tendency to, like, sometimes come off shadier than what I've <laughs> actually am. And it's not like a lot of times it's not intentional. It's like I will, like, write something or I will say something. <laughs> and I think. That it's like it sounds nicer in my head than when I actually say
1: it. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, you don't do you maybe don't have like a filter or like no. or maybe like or no, I no, I don't have a filter. That's why like when I I like literally have to keep like focus. That's why like some people like love being around kids. I hate being around kids, and I don't talk much because I feel like I'm gonna say something that's inappropriate, and somebody's gonna say like oh. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. I'm like, well, I'm just being honest.
1: <laughs> I said, I said what I said is what I said. So, like, um, like,
0: like Santa Claus real is real kids. Fuck him, get over.
1: Dang, you just broke
0: all <laughs> The whole world is <laughs> down.
1: Uh, The tower card has activated, and now they are having an existential crisis in
0: their life. <laughs> so, anyway. anyway, yeah, maybe is wrong. We're good with, right. With that being said, as I close this up, first of all, Pisces, love you.
1: Thanks, boo.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, I, the one thing that, as I close this up, the one thing is that I feel like why I get along with Pisces so well is because I have Pisces in my chart. Like,
1: mm, okay.
0: Like, even though I, even though I am like a Cancer primarily, I think it's like, I think my rising sign is a Pisces okay maybe it's like rising or falling one of those.
1: Rising or falling. it's in the gatorade girl it's in the microwave (laughs) mercury she's she's there she's she's messing with me now but um no my uh like it's actually funny you said that my um yeah my son my soul my solar sign my sun sun solar return uh sign is in pisces for those that are listening obviously but um my rising or my ascendant is in cancer so technically yeah. how most people, that's why I also have the, for those that can't see, I have a crab on my hand, but um, yeah. Like, so that's how I usually come across is like more cancerian, but because cancer and Pisces, they're both water signs. So like, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a little difference there, but they're, they're very similar. Um, but I would say like my, it's where my Aries and lunar my moon and Aries comes in yeah. and that's, when I are really passionate and really heated but um but anyways um and uh so because you, you, you said that yours was but if you said yours was in pisces then that might make sense then why yeah. the flow is flowing
0: right and with that being said this is gay out the city i'm your host prince electro diamond and i hope you've enjoyed thank you
1: so much
0: you're welcome